0: Baltimore and welcome Miss Hairspray, Miss Baltimore Crabs, the nicest kids in town. Oh, and an extra special shout out. <clears throat> Roll call Amber, Brad, Tammy, Fender, Brenda, Sketch, Shelly, IQ, Lou Ann, Joey, Mickey, Vicky, Becky, Bix, Jesse, Darla. Pauly, Noreen, Doreen, and Link. This is another freshman year edition of High School Slumber Party, the podcast where me and some friends look back at our teenage years through the lens of some iconic high school-centric films. I'm Brian Rodriguez, and the party's at my house this evening. But first, let's chat about your homework.
1: This is... ...was your assignment, and I would like to see the results. Some
0: nice positive feedback on our episode last week on Ghost World. Thanks again, Wesley Vina. If you haven't heard our episode on Ghost World, you're really missing out. A lot of the fun of today's episode spills in from last week's episode, because Wesley Vina and our guest today, who I'll mention in a little bit, you know, they grew up with me in high school... They have some stories, they have some some things that need to hash out, I suppose. <laughs> anyway, anyway, today's episode is on 2007's musical Hairspray. Hope you didn't watch the wrong one. This isn't Hairspray Live or the John Waters one. We're talking about like the John Travolta 2007 edition. My guest this week, and I said I would introduce him, is the once and future host of P.S. I Love Hoffman. Little clue there. Kyle Reinfried. You know him from his current show on the Cage Club Podcast Network. That's cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Foodie Films. And the Foodie Films Man and Me... You know, we go back, we go back to our high school days, there's a lot of high school stuff in this, so I hope you enjoy the minutia of our pubescent childhood. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa! Stay in your seats! I'm not done! Anyway, so we're talking a lot of hairspray today. Kyle really enjoys this film, and honestly... You're not going to get a sense that I enjoy this film from this podcast, listening back. But I watched it again while editing it. I've been listening to the songs, listening to the clips, and it's growing on me. So if I were to, like, watch Hairspray again and do this episode over again, and trust me, by the time you listen, you're probably not going to want me to do it over again. But if I did, I think I would give it a better rating. Anyway... We have a really, really, really big announcement. Huge announcement that we'll be making at the end of this show. You want to listen all the way through so you can get all the details. It's going to be good. You might already know what the announcement is if you listen to Kyle's show, Foodie Films, because yours truly was the guest star, and we made the announcement on that show as well. I talk about a great new HBO film starring Peter Dinklage, My Dinner with Hervé, um, Hervé was that guy from the show Fantasy Island, that 70s show. I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed that episode. So you definitely want to listen to that if you haven't already. But you'll get the the big announcement there, and you'll get the big announcement here, and then we'll post it on the internet. But you're already here, so listen to this episode all the way through, and you'll get all those juicy details. So pack your favorite jammies, tell your mother you're sleeping over Brian's, because we're about to get our hairspray party on. Get ready for a very musical episode, guys. Good morning, Baltimore, and class dismissed. You've been on this show quite a few times now. Get right into it. Introduce yourself in our classic model. I am Kyle August
2: Reinfried, and I'm the host of Foodie Films and my high school was Northern Valley Regional High School at Old Tapan.
0: Go Golden Knights. Go Go <laughs> Golden Knights. Okay, yeah, and if you've heard this show before, you know Kyle or our old show, PS I Love Hoffman, which we have big news to discuss. Yes. At the end of this show. But Kyle, welcome. Thank you for well Thank you for having me at your place. Thank you for having me back on the
2: podcast.
0: (laughs) And last Wednesday, two days ago, I was on your podcast for my dinner with Hervé, which that was a fun time. We got really deep on that episode. We got really like... Yes, we did. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Honestly, it was a lot less of of accents and interpretations of accents on that podcast than it was talking about the movie and... Then there will be,
2: on this one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're in for a treat, guys. I think you're in for a treat today. Um, just wanted to catch up, though, because, again, we do have that big Hoffman-related announcement at Indeed. the end of the show, but if you listen to Kyle's foodie film episode my Dinner with Hervé, you already know what that is. We'll tweak it a little today, but trust me, it's going to be fun. But, um, yeah, I-, I wanted to ask you a couple things first before we dive in. Last week, um, I did Ghost World with another high school classmate of ours, Wes Levina.
2: Yes, Wes, how are you? We've started... Uh, talking texting again, so this is nice. Because you hadn't talked... Not because of a falling out. <laughs> or anything like I want to set that straight, because there were some things that maybe would make people think that there was a falling out of sorts, but just, you know, as you, you get older and you don't see friends as much, and then, yeah, we'll leave it at that. I feel
0: like you're going to get into like a cats in the cradle kind of thing right now. <laughs> Getting older does suck, yeah. but that's not, you know, that's not the point. There were certain things on that episode that I was playing it back. I'm like, you know, I need to ask Kyle. There was some to... fake news in there. <laughs> I need to hear his side. Please. First, the Aerosmith thing. You know, Wes brought up that you, I guess, were very much into Aerosmith at the beginning, and there were rumors that you denied that. What's your stand on Aerosmith? Are you still cool with them? Are you not cool with them? I'll, I'll
2: say this about them. They're a band that their hit songs I know and I really enjoy. And so, at the time, I think I was just really into them <laughs> going into high school, because also, like, my favorite film at the time, still one of my favorite comedies, but, like, I was obsessed with Wayne's World. All
1: right. Excellent. Excellent. Excellent.
2: Wayne's World 2, to be specific.
1: We're not worthy. We're not worthy. You're worthy. You're worthy. Get up. A
2: little and bit older, so. a little bit wise. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. <laughs> I just got pubes. Uh, <laughs> That's a movie reference. I, yes, I got, really got pukes a few okay. years before that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so, Wes and I—a movie that we bonded over—he had an Armageddon poster in his bedroom growing
0: up. Oh, and I if he'll deny that,
2: non-ironically, because I think we were—you guys talked about that—in the sense of American. I mean, both of you guys just didn't like American Pie because we
0: were too cool, for
2: too school. cool for school. But like having the Armageddon poster was not ironic. Like that was a movie that he enjoyed and I, I really and I still I love Armageddon just like I love Hairspray
0: next time that Wes is on let's see if he confirms or denies his. maybe I'll food. call in we'll do like a <laughs> I went with a phone quality call in yeah
2: speaking of phone calls <laughs> is that another oh, well we'll get into that so okay. I just
0: I have Aerosmith questions though yes so you know you say you're a fan you're not the biggest fan I only know two of their names if you're gonna start questioning on band <laughs> I'm assuming you brought up Armageddon because you wanted to bring up the theme to Armageddon. Yes, and that's want, why, yeah. Don't want to miss a thing. Yes. Which okay. I wouldn't, I, I'm
2: i not saying that he's a fan of that song. But I, I'm a fan, <laughs> I'm a fan Are of... Are you a
0: fan of that song? Yes. Would you make that your wedding song?
2: No. Let's say... Because now it's been too, like, it was used so comedically perfect in uh, Blades of Glory that that's not, 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 the, not the weird creepiness of the music video of Liv Tyler and, like, <laughs> Steve, and, you know, Steven Tyler like singing to her. Versus Bruce Willis on the screens. I remember that music video, yeah. but not that. But how comedically perfectly
0: it was used in *Blaze Glory*. Well, let's say your fiance at the time. Like the song really means a lot to me. You remind me of Bear. And I would
2: still play it at the wedding, but I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't want that to be our wedding song.
0: <laughs> this is something you've discussed before. That like at my wedding, and that's not true because you're going to be a groomsman, Yes. Maybe at like the rehearsal dinner or. One hundred percent. Maybe maybe another thing if we have a dinner, but like yeah yeah yeah, and we've talked about this yes on Hoffman probably Michael Clark Duncan you know at rest the in peace is wearing like what is it like a very like lime green suit yeah or it's a little I
2: thought it was crushed velvet, but last time I watched it's not. It's it is just like your basic
0: <laughs> cotton and what maybe is it, polyester. Bruce, it second, you see him in that suit. at the end I mean, of you the see three, a cup because
2: there's like the like. Found footage, like wedding footage montage during yeah, the I don't credits. Know found footage. Well, you but know, I know, it's like, yeah, that. yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember and, screen cap. And he's like crying in the pews, and then they're like, Cake on one another, and Bear is just, uh, just a fantastic character.
0: <laughs> You've also said, too, that you'll you'll definitely get like the bear. I float th- away. Th- th- tiger White, underwear. White House. White House.
2: <laughs> yes. The, yeah, the, like the tiger, whatever jungle cat print he's underwear. He's While I am a heavier fella. heavier set
0: fella?
2: I would need to tone
0: up a bit. We well, got time. You I got can.
2: time. <laughs> I got time.
0: I think this is where the story maybe has gained. Legs, the Aerosmith story. And again, mm-hmm. it's not that big of a deal. It's just, I just want clarification. Yeah, I don't want to miss a thing. Sorry. <laughs> Did you say that you went on tour with Aerosmith? Tour? Like you, like you followed them to a couple shows. No. I've been to a couple shows. Had you been to a couple shows at that point? Before high school? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I went to one before high school, and I went to one in high school. Okay, so... But that's not... I just wanted to clarify, because for a second, it sounded like you were saying, like, I... You know, like, when people, like... (laughs) Like, like I know people that went to, like, every single night of, like, the Fish concert and stuff like that. Like, Like like, not... No, no. Like, the the dead. No. Like, I mean, I honestly... If someone's saying that I said that, um... I mean, not that, but, like, I don't recall then later in high school denying that I was an Aerosmith fan, but maybe it was one of those things that, uh, well, Wes said something along the lines of, if you were being made fun of, like, in the high school, like, in our group, that just meant that we that we liked you. So then I was absolutely loved and adored in high school then, <laughs> because, it, and this isn't just saying, like, Wes, but, like, everybody had, like, a field day. Like, I just, I did not <laughs> fight back. I am number one, like, you and Wes are good kryptonite to one another because you're both very witty and just, like, on your toes as far as, like, verbally getting back at somebody I've got nothing except for just like shoving people and which is something also I didn't do back then I was very uh, I was a, a lover not a fighter now I'll just you know pump someone really hard in the
0: arm if I'm pissed off at them yeah. and okay so that kind of does lead not teats though that was were you part of the teats punching arm I don't think so no <laughs> no. Well, you and Tita have bad history.
2: Yeah, but still, I was someone. World, I, 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 really didn't. I wasn't a fan
0: of. Well, uh, well you were. You know, you were physical stuff with. Well, your, also your the big,
2: the big, also your the. Clogs. Well, also, me and then, like, Dan Farrar were the two biggest, like, we were the newcomers to the group. but I just remember, like, freshman year, like, Gary and I got into a fight in, like, Dan Farrar's backyard, and then he, like, bitch-slapped me, and, <laughs> and I started crying. <laughs> I think I said something like, this is for all of last year, and, like, that was, like, my breaking point with him, at least. <laughs> and then Wes, Wes and I got into, we had to be broken up in marching band by, like, our drum instructor, because, like, we got into some physical... It was never, like, cr- like, punch the face and all that kind of stuff. But it was, like, shoving and, like, jabs to the body and stuff like that. I was... Still, I was never even a puncher. I was just nice, more...
0: Nice punch to the face. Yeah. Punch
2: to the face. Wes was my first best friend in high school.
0: <laughs> Sounds like it. it was, yeah. No, but because it, it was, like you said, it was a... It was a friendly uh, ribbing, I, I guess.
2: But then I would get, on both of our parts, get
0: out of hand. Yeah, I think he'll admit that it was him more ribbing you.
2: As you are an instigator, he was a definite instigator as well. (laughs) But also, like, I gave people, like, not particularly did I, like, lack of a better word, deserve it, but I gave people plenty of ammo. I would say uh, silly things, and then just, again, I think especially
0: freshman year, that was just me trying to, like,
2: fit into a new group of friends.
0: Yeah, you were really into your German heritage. Yeah. At the time. Not that no, not at the... Time. No, later, later in high school. In high school you Yeah, were. Yeah, yeah. There's that whole... Um, one of the things that has at times been denied and then not denied is... Uh, I wasn't there, but I th- apparently you yelled German style. At, at a band time. trip, yeah.
2: <laughs> As a funny thing, and then people... That's the whole thing. People, I'm a very... Words taken out of context or slash misunderstood in... not that you host not, a podcast. <laughs> yes. No, Fantastic. No, even, oh, even upon the network, I know that Joey hears things I say sometimes, and like, I feel like thinks of me in a different light. I mean, I do and say things to just also, now now more so than then, uh, say things just to like p- p- piss people off <laughs> or just for like, cause I think it's funny, but then I realize, oh shit, that wasn't, nice. you, know, <laughs> you can attest to it. I, I do things before thinking now in my late, which is not good. That should be something you do when you're younger <laughs> and versus later. But um,
0: <laughs> I've, I've, I've always been
2: on a slow learning curve. And so, um, yeah, I'm still, I'm still becoming my own person. And
0: but I think you are going to describe German style? Or oh, that?
2: well, that was just, yeah, brief. Uh, <laughs> ba- band, we would always take a band trip, like a high school band, like the Wind Symphony and stuff like that. And senior year, it was Bush Gardens. Bush Gardens, Virginia has like a whole European theme versus like, I think Florida's Africa. Point being, like our band instructor, Mr. Ebersole, was just either congratulating us or saying, you know, we're going to do really well at this thing and led something along the lines of like a rallying speech. And then I said, y- you know, like, added to it, yeah, German style.
0: I think people have just taken that as you were serious. No. You were serious. Well, I mean,
2: by by all means, also then on that trip, did I purchase a Stein and a traditional hat? Yes. Like, I'm not, (laughs) like, I didn't have an over-exuding, like, that I truly felt then me, uh, uh, you know, as a a member of the band, and I would lead everyone in a a German... Uh, way of what a bl- was I re- saying Blitzkrieg? I have no I have I no I have no, I, I have no idea.
0: Um, it's funny because this is I think this is going to come up a little bit later Sure. Um, this same trip and um, I don't know if you know why yet because I don't know how much research you did Cause it seems like you didn't need to do much research but you had a thing especially in high school that anywhere you went you had to buy a souvenir Like For the most part, yeah. <laughs> any field trip anywhere. Well, it's not
2: that it's just like everywhere I go I do tend to get something so then like when you okay. would see no no no, but I am saying like so like field trips. Then like that that's what then
0: equated. <laughs> more but we took up. a field trip our senior year of high school just to the mall slash movie theater <laughs> to watch Hotel Rwanda. Yes, and I know I was just laughing because. We were leaving leaving the theater and yeah. it was like oh I don't there was to a Native, Native American store. I remember you just pausing, and be like oh my god, I have to buy something. That yeah, like and you walked into like one of those mall Native American yeah. stores and bought something.
2: I think I bought one of those like the wooden snakes that if you like
0: <laughs> probably. <laughs> but
2: I have a t- perfect tie into this movie at the same at the time that we Which wanted to go see. Which is what I'm alluding to. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh I didn't know.
0: I mean you could say it now. It's fine. Oh, okay.
2: Well, at the time when we went to go see Hotel Rwanda, the uh, the Pacificer, also known as The pa- the Pacifier. Yeah,
0: so, so the director of the film we're doing today, Hairspray, which is the 2007 version. Yes,
2: the musical film.
0: The musical film. Also directed The Pacifier. But on the same trip I saw, a uh, this high school trip, I saw an ad for... Vin Diesel's... Vin Diesel's... The hashtag pacifier. Too Fast to Forever. Yeah, hashtag Too Fast to Forever. Vin Diesel's The Pacifier. Yeah. And I just read it quick. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, what the hell? What's The Pacificer?
2: See, like that, like if... I said that, so much more shit would have so, like, and, and, and you're left. Totally. It's called
0: respect. It's called respect. It's Yeah, exactly. It's called,
2: I guess I was loved so much by my friends.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. But quickly, there was another story oh, Wes told there that I had not remembered. And I want yeah. you to yeah. tell your side of events. And if you want to catch up on that story, listen to last week's episode of Ghost World. But Kyle, tell your side of this story. So the
2: story is that Wes, along with I think at least one or two other friends a prank called a woman. I don't know, and I don't know, like, if they just dialed a random number. I don't know that aspect of the story. Oh, tell it the from story. your
0: side of the story. Well,
2: well, all I know is that, well, oh, well, okay, my side of the story, at the time, I come home, I think from work. I think from, did you say what, I can't remember what year this was in high school. I think it was later.
0: I'm not sure, yeah.
2: So, I think for some reason, I came home from work, and then in my house, already, was cops there. <laughs> Like with my parents, so it wasn't at night. I maybe I misunderstood no. the story. Maybe the, yeah, we're talking like six. I mean, pe- the evening, maybe. Okay, okay.
0: It wasn't the middle. Of the
2: night. No, no, no. It wasn't like middle of the night. Like <laughs> do 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 on the door or anything like that. That's how I was. And understanding I was just stories. like, "What's going on?" And they're like, "We need to talk to you." Like both them and my parents. And <laughs> um, they're like. Like, do you know? Blah blah blah. Um, no. And they're like, you didn't make a. Co-. I'm like, no. Like, here's my cell phone. Like, check. <laughs> like, but I mean, and I'm now I'm saying I was like, com- wow, you really chill. No, Now with I'm that. saying it calm. No, I was absolutely like, <laughs> I was. I'm a very. I back then especially very uh, emotionally.
0: Uh, I cry a lot. Was when that? your daughter goes to college, it's gonna be the waterworks. Yeah, if I have a daughter. If she goes to college.
2: If she goes to college. Um,
0: which not all kids should go to college. I no, exactly. That. I if we want to yeah. have a topic about that, we would. Yeah, that's not. Oh, we kind of did on Orange County. Now that sure. We think about it. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, from there they did their due diligence and saw that I didn't call from my cell phone or didn't <laughs> call from my house phone. But that was the whole thing. Like, maybe the, did they do stars What was that? Star sixty seven? Is that? I that? don't remember. Like to block
0: the number. Yeah. So, so as West it, him and a friend, he said Chris, but. We maybe think it was another friend, possibly. We didn't know the full deets on that. I
2: know Chris definitely knew it, because then Chris, eventually, he saw how much it, this was, like, bothering me.
0: Okay, okay, but, but before that, you know, they made a call to some random lady. Yeah. They said that, like, something about her husband was, like, in distress. And yeah. They, and they gave your phone number. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny to me. Are
2: not think just in distress. Like, I, like... It's terrible. Terrible yeah, it's, to yeah. that lady.
0: I cannot believe they did that. Yeah, me like, neither. I'm surprised they weren't, like... I can't prosecuted. believe
2: my friends... <laughs> did that to me.
0: Well, to I mean, honestly, also, it's, it's like, worse I mean, to her than to you, but yeah, it's still... Did you know it was a prank right away, when the police were there?
2: I was just... I was so, so thrown off by just cops being there and, like, it questioning me that, like, that wasn't... I didn't have a first thought of, like, this must be a prank phone call, but I mean... Did,
0: but, like, okay, after they left, were you like, someone played a trick on me?
2: I think probably when I went to school the next day, then I said, like, like
0: you know... <laughs> Did, did any of you guys do this? Like, I was talking to you about it, and I know you listened to the show, and you were saying how that was not admitted to you till, ne- like, officially.
2: Like, n- no, so then, like, <laughs> again, like, Wes and I's rela- relationship is that then, like, good friends in high school, then we didn't see one another. I mean, you and I really didn't see one another during college either, but then after college, that was, like, four strong. Maybe we go, go in increments of, like, four or something like that, so maybe this is a new increment coming since we're talking again.
0: Um, Again, just to be clear, not because you weren't... No, not because of any direct direct
2: fallout, but just maybe we just get sick of one another? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, But he's, like I said, he was my first friend in uh, high school, and I'll always be there for him. I would like to think the same of him for me. But nonetheless, yeah, it wasn't until then, like, after college hanging out with him, and Chris again, and Dan Kim, and, I don't know, but Dan Kim, I apologize if you weren't a part of it. I thought maybe. I can't recall, like, I really, the the biggest points I remember are just, like, of the cops being at my house. <laughs> and then learn, and then finally, and then Chris, I mean, definitely alluded to it in high school, and he's, like, or maybe even told me, because I'm not sorry i none of this matters now. No. Um, and so then, uh, yeah, so then, I think finally then Wes said, like, yeah, like, I d- did it or whatever. And maybe even I, – I can't even remember – now this this is close to ten years ago. And I don't remember those circumstances. Maybe then I gave him a little, like, what the fuck was that for? And, like, hit him in the arm or something like that. Or maybe I just said, like – or I, I really that. don't remember. <laughs> it doesn't, like – it doesn't matter anymore. But th- thinking of that being done is – it was an asshole thing to do, sure,
0: but in <laughs> hindsight,
2: now I can laugh about it, and um, hopefully it was an entertaining
0: story for your listeners. It was an entertaining story to me. I'm sure I lost a lot Well, of you love laughing at my misery, so <laughs> that's that's a whole another. No, no comment for the record. Yeah, exactly. No comment. It means 110%. And it's not related to why I have you on this podcast today, and why I give you two choices to be on. Well, again, we're trying to promote our... Hoffman Project. Yes,
2: and also doing just a nice little crossover, too. Nice
0: crossover for the network. Joey, you should like that. Yeah. I gave you a choice. I gave you a couple films, but then we narrowed it down to Hairspray. And I remember thinking, oh, there's two Hairsprays. And I was like, pick a Hairspray. And I'm like, oh, he's definitely going to pick the John Waters Hairspray. Mm -hmm. Because I know you've liked John Waters films in the past. Yeah. And I think you met John Waters. I did. So that's cool. I don't know and if you want to save that story for them. Oh, we'll say it, definitely. And I think you've also met Ricky Lake, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I played Blackjack with Ricky Lake, yes. <laughs> okay. So that's, that's, and I'm like, oh, so many great stories there. You're like, no, I'm doing the, oh, I want to do the 07 one. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, let's well, do that. It's also,
2: I mean, I feel like this one is also, since we're doing like a crossover between us, this is a nice little crossover for the network because of Zac Efron as well. So I'm just trying to be... Uh, <laughs> you're, you're a company guy. I'm that's a Joey right. pleaser now.
0: But... but <laughs> I think I told you this, but I don't know if we made it clear. One of the reasons I picked hairspray to do with you is because. Of that Dago Ponti? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> to quote, like, celebrity Jeopardy from our childhood, yeah. please refrain from using ethnic slurs. I'd
2: like to ask our contestants once again please refrain from using ethnic
1: slurs.
0: Which is the exact ethnic slur that she. I'm part Conny Italian, made. I can use it. Okay, I want you to say that clearly so I don't get in trouble. Say it again.
2: I am part Italian, so I can use the
0: word Dago, WAP, Guinea. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to be using racial slurs, please do not. Anyway. They're anyway. not a race. It's not a racial slur. Okay, not a Okay, ethnic slur. Sure. <laughs> anyway, okay, so in high school... I can say Mick. I can say Kraut. <laughs> okay, okay, we get the point. <laughs> Okay, in high school, obviously, most schools, I would say, I think every school does, like superlatives. Yeah. Maybe not now, because it seems doesn't seem... Oh, because then it would yeah, make people... snowflake-like. Yeah, know? exactly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't... Know. I like, yeah, I would... Now, if I went to high school, like then my parents would sue the Ponties <laughs> because of
0: me not <laughs> right. winning Best Hair. Okay, so, that, so that's what happened, right? Yeah. So Best Hair was obviously a category. It's, I think that's a very popular category. I think it's a category in a lot of schools. Well,
2: it's always like class clown... Yeah, most likely like, to succeed, but I don't think we most had likely that.
0: to did we? We might have. Maybe there I... was West One Rock Star. Oh, did you did? talk about that? No, I didn't. Yeah. Next time he's on, I'll talk with about Becky Cosell. I remember the picture now. Yeah, because I
2: used to date. They used to, we used to go through and <laughs> do Pokemon noises and
0: just random conversation. Yeah, so. Uh... Wes, who was our guest last week again, he and this girl, well, I, I don't, I feel like bad that we said her by name, but whatever, That was his girlfriend. It's
2: fine, one, yeah.
0: His girlfriend at the time uh, was in a stairwell. Thank but, you
2: if you're listening. Thank you for supporting that's the Kids Club Podcast true, Network. Yeah,
0: thank you. So they I don't know, they were a couple and they suggest they wouldn't do anything dirty. No. You know, they just one just of alone out. time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Alone in a stairwell. Yeah. And the end of lunch And they're period, like teenage angst. <laughs> Kyle and I might not have even been having lunch that day, but we would like make sure to meet each other at a certain time. Are
2: you the beginning of me becoming like a cock blocker? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. That's another uh, if we had a college. Rumor. Program, yeah. No. I
0: don't believe in that. Thank you. So they used to hang out like behind this stairwell. Yeah, whatever or, stairwell it yeah. was. And Kyle and I would just meet at a certain time every lunch period. Yeah. Walk. Like, through the courtyard. Th- walk through the courtyard yeah. to go to this stairwell <laughs> so we could have a random conversation. Just be mid-random
2: conversation about, I I really don't even know. No, it would just be like, didn't you have this thing in high school and it like played like, you can't handle the truth? like right, remember that little device thing you oh, used? Oh,
0: it was just like an MP3 player. Right? Was that
2: an MP3 player? I thought for some reason it was like a
0: movie famous line thing like I know I had one. Oh that could be too. I yeah, like a keychain kind of thing. I used to download a lot of like yeah. movie clips.
2: And like <laughs> you had the whole Jack Nicholson speech from a few good men. And so <laughs> no, the point I definitely being downloaded that. Okay, so point being I just remember like I would say like that on that kind of level we would just be like talking about that. Just mid conversation. Oh, yeah. Just a weird Or something
0: you know. like it would be like, so I told him I'm not ordering the ham sandwich. <laughs> yeah. And she said, go fuck yourself! Like, you just walk by them while they're having an intimate moment, not even, like, look at them or turn around to them, you know, and just walk through. It became such, like, a fun running gag. Uh, For for us. us. (laughs) Yeah, for us, yeah. Laughing at ourselves. (laughs) Just, like, like, they're having, like, a nice little conversation, and we just come in with something, like... I'm not ordering a pizza at 3 a.m., yeah. especially if my Uncle Leonard is going to be involved. He's just the dumbest. Yeah, Thomas exactly. Thomas. It's just <laughs> the worst. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, no, no. Best hair, best hair. I distinctly remember this. Yeah. To be honest with you, I don't even know if I voted for you, Kyle, because we've discussed this before. You had long... Beautiful long hair. 14, 14 inches, hair. natural highlights. <laughs> volumized. Yeah, volume like no other. Which your your mother used to brush uh, until you... No, don't, that's
2: just, don't, that's not (laughs) true in the slightest. I always wore in a ponytail, which I regret in hindsight now. I wish I totally really, like, yeah, yeah, like, really, just like, no, because, like, it was already something that I was, like, picked on for, so I might as well just, like, full accepted
0: it and just been, yeah, just like, damn. Pigtails. No. they just <laughs> wearing it, like, damn. But, yeah, yeah. It, it was lush hair, but you know the superlatives, Kyle. It's all about the pop. It's a popular... Yeah, exactly. It's, a popularity con- it's literally a popularity contest. Yeah. So I remember, um, you had a free period, because you were coming back. It was the first I don't remember school, this part, yeah. And I'm like, oh, did you see the superlatives came out? It was such uh, a traumatizing <laughs> experience, huh? <laughs> for all the details. I was like, did you see the superlatives came out? And you're like, yeah, I was like, oh, I didn't win anything, I didn't really expect to win anything. You're like... Did I win anything? I remember saying it like this No one we knew won anything. It was all like popular. Except kids. for West. Yeah, in hindsight, it was except like, for West, but whatever. And you're like, I didn't win best hair? <laughs> and you were like, in appalled, shock. Appalled. Appalled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, well, I didn't really think, you know. That. Yeah. And like, it, it hurt. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Because I still thought, like,
2: even I thought my hair could break. <laughs> boundaries it was it was as as hair is important to this movie and breaking boundaries and it's true i thought we could like integrate <laughs> unpopular no, on. With popular
0: but i think my more favorite part of this story this your uh, best hair sadness was like you said we didn't really talk in college and not from a falling out or anything and we started talking again, and I was like, oh, I was telling you this story, I was remembering the time where you were really, really upset that you didn't win Best Hair.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you,
0: at this point, you were angry. Before you were sad, you were angry.
2: Yeah, and at this time, I was probably watching a lot of The Untouchables. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: so, uh, a word became much more part yes, of so my lexicon. Used, yes, you
0: used the uh, ethnic slurry you said before. I knew it! <laughs> it's a bloody diggle. God. You used that word before, and Well, that movie's offensive to me
2: because it's Sean Connery, a Scotsman doing an Irish accent. Okay, like who cares? We're white. We can't get offended by things.
0: (laughs) Back then, and even till this day, you've described how the person who did one had very
2: greasy, greasy dago hair. Yeah, (laughs) I don't. It's not. If you're listening to this and you have a problem with it, just like come, come find me on facebook find foodie me on films. twitter yeah foodie films find me f- find me on that stuff and read me
0: like whatever you want to <laughs> i welcome it so um, okay so does it still bother you and then we'll get into the does fun. it
2: still bother me no it doesn't bother me but it's just a delight to bring up how this greasy dago <laughs> <laughs> but
0: you you see it as some kind of injustice
2: L- okay let's put it this way i had nicer hair than him like he also and i did say like i mean it's not like i wore it like down all the time i had in a ponytail but like he was always like wearing like a baseball cap and it was just like you, you know greasy curly <laughs> <laughs> it like, wasn't nice
0: okay if you weren't was gonna, not, no, he, had a, he had a nice head of hair if if you weren't my hair win, would you think of him as a top contender I really don't remember anyone else's, like, hair from high school. I think
2: you've got a good head of hair. When when you grow out to a fro, that's awesome. Yeah. That's that's an individual's, like, nice head of hair. I wouldn't
0: call it best hair level because I'm not doing anything with it, I think. But you
2: did, like, it still did something. (laughs) He just had, like, slightly longer hair that kind of went to, like, his ears or something like that. Or a baseball cap, like, that's the end of the day. But, like... He covered it a lot. Yeah, he covered it a lot. Point being, I feel like... And, I just, and I'm saying you because you're sitting across from me. I'm sure there are other people, too. But, like, you you made a conscious decision to let your hair grow out a little bit. And your hair grows in a cool, frow way. <laughs> so that, like, that's, like, I remember when making Super Zeros, you had, like, a pretty decent-sized frow. Uh, and I decided from freshman year, even technically eighth grade, and I did a stupid, like, the woman cut it way too short, and I looked like uh, Matchbox 20.
0: Oh, Rob Thomas. Thank you,
2: Rob Thomas. And I had braces at the top. That was the worst. <laughs> um, just horrible moment of my life. And she cut it way too short, point being through the rest of college and first year of, I'm, I'm sorry, rest of high school and first year of college, uh, I had long hair. So, oh, that kid Eugene had, like, long hair, too. Yeah, he had nice hair. Yeah, like, I don't know. Hair. There was just, yeah, there was... Just other people.
0: Definitely. Popular. I'm sure there's
2: it's even someone like contest. in high school that like, didn't like Wes do a mohawk at one point? Not senior year, West, but like. Wes
0: took a lot of time and effort into his hair. He might not admit that, but he like gelled it a lot. so uh, like. He, he, was he, he a moose guy? I don't know. <laughs> Wes, were you a moose guy? He's more a contender for best hair, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> than the person who won but that's why i want to have you on for hairspray just because one you're a hair guy too and i think i you've mentioned- and i'm a musical guy because i was in the stage crew and uh why'd you do a list while running
2: saying, crew because <laughs> it's musicals and it's fun it's flair offending everybody offending
0: everybody <laughs> okay so hairspray 2007 i want to know a couple things one when was the first time you seen it? To like, what's your history with hairspray? And why did you pick the 07 version?
2: Okay, first time I saw it in theaters, so whatever. So you saw it in theaters. In right? theaters, yeah. Might have went by myself. <laughs> Great times. So- sophomore year, of co- or to become a junior year. Of co- I don't know. Whatever. I don't know what. My- I know this is 2007, but I don't know. What <laughs> um, but I saw it on Broadway. So my introduction to the world of hairspray. Was was the Broadway musical?
0: Have you seen the John Waters one?
2: Yes, oh, okay. I. No, no, wait, have I seen it or had I seen it? Have you seen it? Yeah, I saw it. So it goes so in order of see, in order of seeing Broadway musical. Wish I, I wanted to see because I was I always enjoyed uh, Harvey Firestein uh, since Mrs. Doubtfire, and I thought yeah. like his voice is amazing. Uh, just like his speaking voice and then like I learned that he like sings and does I want to see him on Fiddler on the Roof you, which I never got to see in, uh, Independence Day like David yeah.
0: why did I send my mother I to better call, wait lawyer, I gotta uh, I gotta call my mother
2: I gotta call my lawyer I forget my lawyer <laughs>
0: it's such a great line joke,
2: it's such a great New York <laughs> David. like David yeah God. David and he, he dies oh, that's so sad but anyway um, well you don't know you and died, Mrs. Doubtfire is becoming a musical so I really want I even tweeted at Harvey Firestein saying like I really hope you reprise your role like, he should. But anyway, I wanted to go see it, but then the late, great comedian, John Panette... One of your favorites. Yeah, he's still... I haven't watched in a really long time, but he's just... He was one of the best clean comedians. By all means, his comedy was very centralized around the w- fact
0: that he was obese. But I'm a fat guy! Like, that's what I remember from him.
2: Yeah, I remember showing it to, like, you, Wes, and, like, people just didn't... I
0: thought it was funny, but it, it was, again, very much... He had a shtick. Yeah, he had a shtick. Yeah, he did a really good Ewok. I remember.
2: (laughs) Um, But But rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. And so I saw him performing on Broadway, and he was the you know Edna Turnblatt character. So I saw that. I don't know when I saw it. And you enjoyed it? Yeah, I loved it. I loved all the musical numbers. It's still one of my favorite musicals. And I was always, I I was always, I always enjoyed musicals. And then throughout high school, uh, did uh, running crew and set construction for four four of the plays that you know so all four years and um i wish i knew about this musical at the time they always like asked people to like recommend like and i would have definitely said we should do hairspray because it has a good balance it's always tough on musicals like we had a decent enough balance between male and female uh students that would want to act and this has a good balance as well mm. uh no that no our high school biggest problem no black
0: people <laughs> i was gonna say yeah not a very diverse place where we went no there. totally
2: not so yeah i would have <laughs> no i would have re- i'm just realizing it now saying that so that would have been the i would have realized it then too I, I the big one i really wanted them to do was uh, singing in the rain everyone's like how are we gonna do the rain number and we always they put like fifty thousand dollars into like our Musicals Like, a lot of money. And they had, like, crazy Intel lights and stuff. So, I'm just like, we should have had, we could have had, uh, a, like, a one of the, I forget what those are called, but, like, the rails that, like, come down, and you, and we could have had, like, tinsel or something like that, and then blue lights, and people would have been like, it's a high school musical, that's rain.
0: Yeah, of course. That was a, that's, And it's, it's one, and it's
2: one number. I know the musical called Seeing in the Rain. It's
0: not rain. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> they, they ended
2: up doing Beauty and the Beast, so you could really gonna say, like, you know, after we graduated.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, well. <laughs> so anyway,
2: uh, so point being, you saw this. So saw, sent. yeah, saw that on Broadway, and then John Waters ca- came to Ramapo my sophomore year, early sophomore year, and I had seen Pink Flamingos, one of his most like fucked up movies, <laughs> and uh, Cry which I have an autographed version of Cry because oh, shout out to Dan Colon who does work for. The uh, Cage Club Podcast Network I was nice And I went to some place on Seventeen And bought And they had one Cry Baby And one Pink Flamingos And I gave, and I bought him the Pink Flamingos And he has a signed version of Pink Flamingos cool. So Dan, if you, I would like that to be left to me In your will if you uh, pass away <laughs> before me uh, But anyway So then I watched a lot of John Waters films And that's when I saw this Hairspray With the amazing Divine Playing the role of Edna Turnblatt And then the musical was coming out Okay
0: so yeah, Broadway musical, movie, mu- movie musical. So you're well versed in the Hairspray universe. I am. I haven't really seen. I did not seen this one. I don't think I've seen the original, and I haven't seen the musical. So this is this is my and there's first. and now I, the last oh, one I just see there's the live, there's the Hairspray li- the yeah, TV. Yeah, I haven't seen been, that either. Yeah. So this was my first introduction to Hairspray, and you know, I like. I, it was really hard for me to get into this one. There's Are like, you a fan of musicals? I do like certain musicals. I'm not a huge fan of musicals. Yeah. Um, I like more historical musicals. But yeah. Like Grease, I had never been into Grease. Uh, I never saw Grease on Broadway or anything. But I watched Grease the other day for this podcast. Not the other day, but whenever we did that episode for this podcast. Yeah. It was the first time I was really getting into it, and those songs were like hooked in my head. Yeah. I have to say, for me, like there was not that many catchy tunes from Hairspray. And I think the average person can't name you... Hairspray song, which surprises me because it's one of like the cornerstone musicals. Mm-hmm. What would you say it's the most popular song, song? I mean, I I love the it's a sh- the show stopping number of you can't stop the beat. Like that is. Just... I would say that's probably the most popular song. Yeah, and then and the opening song is pretty. Yeah, distant. Good Morning Baltimore.
2: Yeah. I I I just love this movie too because it's very it's self aware or the songs are very self aware and they're just like kind of also. Poking, f- I mean, they're all. There, some of them are very like historically in- inaccurate. Like they bring up like NAACP, nineteen sixty-two, that did not exist. <laughs> uh, but you know, like in the uh, Good Morning Baltimore, she's like the rats dance around my feet. John Waters gets to make a cameo as the Flasher. Yeah,
0: yeah, and but I think a lot of my favorite parts of the film, yeah, are stuff that they derived from probably the John Waters yeah. version, like his brand of comedy. We'll call it. So, just to be clear, there was the Waters film first, then they made the musical, and this isn't a remake of the Waters film, this is a screen adaptation of the musical.
2: musical that doesn't have all of the Broadway, because, you know, Broadway musicals. Of course, of course.
0: Yeah. But it's... it's, They have, like,
2: two or three songs that play during the credits. You can't
0: see this, though, as a remake of the John Waters original.
2: No, this is an
0: adaptation of an adaptation of the musical. Yes,
2: Uh, Miss Baltimore Crabs. I think number. Well, the cast is phenomenal.
0: Okay, so let's get into the cast. Um, And they all have phenomenal voices. Well, we can agree to disagree there.
2: Or just, I think, entertaining voices. Some phenomenal or entertaining. (laughs)
0: Let's talk about the big one here. Oh wow. Oh, wow. Good point. Talk about insensitive. You (laughs) got to be like linked now and be like, I didn't mean that. I I didn't didn't mean that, though. Let's talk about the important name. (laughs) Sure. John Travolta here. Ed Oh, my God. I guess, um, what were your feelings about John Travolta?
2: So I get why they casted him. I remember even watching a special feature of this, or maybe like, you know, like whatever, something, an interview. And when they said, because the role calls for to, to pay slightly like homage to again the divine divine, the most famous drag queen of them all, and to pay homage, they've ha- cast always casted men in the role of Edna Turnblad. Yes, and so again Harvey Firestein, John Panette, I can't name you any other ones that were on Broadway, and they always tend to be bigger because they as Edna and Tracy are uh, bigger women. And but this John Travolta, put, like you know, they put a fat suit on him, and they chose John Travolta because when you think like, just song and dance.
0: Of uh, course, Greece.
2: It's I mean Greece, and then Saturday Night Fever as far as yeah. dancing. So you have you get John Travolta. If you can get John Travolta, you, you hire John Travolta. But he does this weird almost Dr. Evil, like, ooh, Ed. my name is Ed. Well, it's supposed to be a
0: Baltimore accent. Which I
2: don't, I don't know Baltimore accents that well. well you watched The Wire. I did watch The Wire, and, well, Manzi was on Foodie Films recently, and we covered Diner, and Diner takes place in Baltimore, and we were like, is that, like, who is doing a Baltimore accent, who wasn't doing a Baltimore accent? <laughs> that, to me, almost, I don't know what that sounds like. If that It sounds just weird. I don't know if it doesn't sound like a Baltimore accent, but... I mean, even again, Christopher Walken doesn't care, he's talking like Christopher Walken, which is amazing. So to go back, John Travolta as in the role of Enna Turnba- Turnblatt, like I wish I wish they Harvey Fire scene would have been amazing.
0: I okay. So yeah, no, I um
2: But it's a name. He was a name to I don't
0: think that part of the film ages well today, and I know it was just 11 years ago, but 11 years ago, a lot has changed. A lot has you changed. Know? <laughs> yeah. A lot has changed.
2: Even in John Travolta's personal life, that may, might make you look different. True, true, time. but
0: it's it's most jarring to me at the end, that end number that you just mentioned, I forgot, but but she's Edna saying, like, I'm happy being me, I like being me, which is nice, and it's like a nice message, and it's fun, but John Travolta is not a bigger guy. Yeah, you know, I I get the homage, like why traditionally a male um, plays um, the a female man yeah. plays it. You know, yeah. I, I get that, and and I love that it's um, homage to Divine because mm-hmm. Divine is amazing.
2: But the Divine was
0: also a bigger exactly, and that part made more sense. Like, yes, and if you look at like the other people that they were gonna cast, like I think I saw Tom Hanks and somebody else. Yeah. It's just re- like traditionally like good looking Hollywood guys. And then it becomes a gag to me more than anything. Yeah. It was you know, Steve it was like- Martin,
2: Robin Williams, and Tom Hanks.
0: You <laughs> can see Steve Martin doing that.
2: But, but I will say Aretha Franklin auditioned for the role of Motormouth. Yeah, and that. while I love Queen Latifah and she does I a fantastic job. Lost. Yeah. I- how do you say no to Aretha Franklin? I-, I
0: couldn't. I don't care if she sucked. I'd be like, I'm sorry. Rest <laughs> in peace, the late great. I Aretha just wouldn't Franklin. have auditioned her if I wasn't 100% serious about doing it with
2: Bi- Billy Crystal uh, was considered for Wilbur instead mm. of, uh, but, I mean, Billy Crystal, Christopher Walken, yeah, that's a
0: tough be- choice. That's but. Back to Travolta quickly. It's like a little bit uncomfortable to me now, him, in this role, because we're supposed to laugh. It reminds me of Friends, uh-huh. Fat Monica, Yeah, you know, which I laughed at as a kid, and now is a little bit cringeworthy. Like because he- of fat shaming or something? Yeah, it, uh, if you watch it now, it's a little because she becomes like a completely different person in the fat suit, which is kind of odd, and it's it's uncomfortable. It's 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 a little uncomfortable to watch. But the, to me, it's like the Travolta thing is also a little uncomfortable to watch because you have a, I guess a guy who's considered traditionally like a good-looking guy, right? He was like certainly a heartthrob back. Yeah, in his day. But, yeah, and I think that's part of the joke, like Travolta, like oh. Ha ha. Like, it's Travolta in the makeup. And I don't think that was ever... Like, when Divine's playing that role, I think it was more tongue-in-cheek, like the drag world. Yeah. Rather than, ha ha, you know? like. Well, yeah,
2: it was a... Like, having Divine on was just John Waters, and they were two, like, old friends, and Divine was in so many of John Waters' films. And they just... While also making a comment on this moment in time of, you know, integration and civil rights on top of that they're putting this you know drag as a you know as as the mother in the film and so that's just on top of it even at that time talking about a point yeah, in history absolutely making
0: it un- uncomfortable so... Harvey Firestein has said that he's not even seen this version of Hairspray. Oh, okay. And a- again, he played the one in Hairspray Live. The, yes. and Then Hairspray Live. I want to... we know who played in the TV Live version? I think it was him. Oh, it was Harvey Firestein? Yeah, 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 Oh, awesome. Okay. Yeah, great. Yeah. But he has a tradition of that, too, if that makes sense. John Travolta does... His tradition of musicals, yes, but it just... I don't know. And I'm not saying he he did... I think he did a good job. Well, Harvey Firestein is also... An, you know,
2: open homosexual, so, versus, I mean, there's been rumors of John Teralta, <laughs> yeah, we won't get into, we won't get into, into his, you know, rumored sexuality preferences, and then also his just being a weird Scientologist, but, um,
0: <laughs> yeah. <sighs> okay, so, we'll go through the rest of the cast, and I'm sure we'll get into, um, while we bounce around, we'll get into uh, Edna a little bit more, mm-hmm. We have Michelle Pfeiffer as Velma von Tussle. Yeah, she's an attractive lady. She is. Um, And Batman Returns reunion. A nice, Um, yeah, reunion reunion between between Walken and and Pfeiffer, yeah. You know what, though? Like, and I don't know if she still acts, but if you could get Olivia Newton-John for that role in, like, a kind of reverse, what a, like, coup that would have been. Yeah, that would, yeah. But Michelle Pfeiffer, and I think she does a good job. Did you read that note about her character, though? (laughs) what, what Wait, about her character—that she about, didn't realize that, the that character her character was racist. Was racist. <laughs> yeah, until <like>, Miss Pfeiffer. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely didn't read the script. for her to ever seen hairspray? You no, she assuming, just said yes I'm to assuming a job. You, you tell me—is this character racist in every version of it? Because I would imagine. Yeah, she even
2: racist. in like the in every version, yes. And there's even like she has uh, I think a husband in yes, yeah, Sunny Bono. Bono in yeah, version, yeah, in the John Waters movie on Broadway, I think she even gets arrested at the end. Mm.
0: Oh, I saw there was a, there was a cut scene of her getting arrested. Yeah. here, but I don't know if they filmed. Yeah, they just make it that she gets
2: fired and yeah,
0: whatever. I mean, not whatever, but like, come on, Michelle Pfeiffer. She just said yes to a gig. There's an indictment on you if you read that script and did not realize it was racist.
2: Well, we talked about it. Like, that's the exact opposite of like Peter Dinklage and the whole churning of like people like saying um, that he was you yeah, know was, was playing was... a Filipino that's like the that's the people versus the actor yeah now it's like, like... <laughs> yeah, it's a- actor do your work yeah you know last yeah. time it was people do your work yeah
0: now it's actor do your work <laughs> alright so we'll just run through the cast quick Amanda Bynes Amanda Bynes prior breakdown <laughs> yes as Penny I thought she did a good job um, James yep. Mardston as Corny Collins I love James Marsden. you're a really... big James Mardston guy yeah oh one note on James Mardston I remember when the I hadn't seen Harrisburg, like I said, so I remember when the poster came out. Mm-hmm. I was like, is he playing Zach Efron's dad? Oh. Because <laughs> they kind of have... Like, yeah, like, I mean, well, they have... Yeah. I could, <laughs> reasonable, uh, <laughs> understandable. Uh, so, as you mentioned, Zach Attack, Zac Efron. Yeah. In film, Zeph. Zeph. And this is, like, right after High School Musical, so... It yeah, was, he it, saw... The guy saw him in High School Musical and said... Definitely makes sense, you yeah. know, let me capitalize on this. Uh, and he didn't go...
2: There was a country tour that everyone from High School Musical... Performed it live
0: places and he didn't go Oh, with wow. That. that must have sucked for the tour. <laughs> uh, we have Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah, yeah. As yep. Motormouth, Maybell.
2: Motormouth, Maybell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, we, you know, we already brought up her with Aretha. Yeah. Britney Snow, and she's in Pitch Perf- Perfect? I yeah. Know, I, I love Britney Snow. Oh, really? Yeah. That, uh, doesn't surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's a pretty lady, but uh, she's Amber Von Tussle, so she's Michelle Pfeiffer's daughter. daughter. Yes. Elijah Kelly. I didn't really know who he was, but he plays Seaweed.
2: Awesome. He is, by, like, has is quite he? possibly the best voice and, like, best dancer. Oh, he's great. Place. I thought you meant, like, did you
0: recognize him from somewhere else? I
2: think he ended up being in that, like, Tuskegee Airmen movie, oh, okay. like, after Red Tails or whatever.
0: You have Allison and Janie?
2: I am binge-watching West Wing right now. So it's just, it's funny to see her go from, uh yeah, that, like, those two roles. I like that her name is Prudy.
0: Prudy, yeah. She's uh, Amanda Bynes' mom.
2: In the musical, I believe... She walks in when they're untie when he's untying uh, Penny, and they tie her up. But she's like sexually like attracted and like turns away of like that she's into black guys too or something. Oh, like
0: that. really? Oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, and of course the star it was an unknown at the time, still kind of unknown, still kind <laughs> yeah. of yeah. But she was like I think they, they might have done like a they did like yeah yeah
2: they did like a big like almost like American Idol style like you know, for one, this one role, and it was... Oh,
0: wow. Okay, so it was Nikki Blonsky.
2: Yeah. she was. I remember she was working at a Cold Stone. She was in high
0: school. She's a young actress. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy.
2: Like, so she liked to sing, because they sing in Cold Stone.
0: Honestly, it's one of these things, and you kind of alluded to it, she hasn't had much of a career um, since then.
2: No, I think that's a, also, like, a problem with... You know, obviously Hollywood's still not necessarily hiring uh, plus size actors, and definitely. Oh, so she had women. a cameo
0: in the Hairspray Live. That's not. That's not. Yeah, it's nice. But That's, no, I mean, yeah. because honestly, she does a really good job. I she think. does a fantastic she's, job. I think. Maybe she's happy with her life. I don't know. I don't want to like go as far to say like I feel bad because who knows what she's doing and she might be like enjoying herself. Yeah. but I, I wish we saw got to see more of her.
2: Maybe she's doing more stage stuff than screen stuff.
0: Definitely, like I remember. One, couple of years after hairspray like the, everyone made a, a big stink there was like news articles that she was working in like a salon and like haha I get it she was in now, and I'm like that's just like
2: mean yeah well, I mean she was like, she was very she was like 17 when she was casted yeah. so what this is 11 years old so she's 28 now or something like that, 29.
0: Uh, Yeah, plenty of time to be rediscovered and hone her acting skills, if that's even what she wants to do. Yeah, exactly. More power to her. But again, I think she was awesome in this. And we mentioned um, the John Waters cameo, which is great. that He he chose to be... I don't know if he chose to be where they wrote him in as a a flasher.
2: I'm sure they... Yeah, said
0: like... Very John Waters, to put it that way.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That pencil... I still... Uh, we, won't, we won't get fully into the John Waters, but I just remember him speaking at my college and saying the number one question he always gets is his uh, cameo
0: on The Simpsons. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is, so you have... Um, and then Jerry Stiller. Jerry Stiller recently. with yeah. another. And there's a Ricky Lake cameo. Yes, she's one of the judges at the end. So great, you know. I, I, yeah. I like that aspect of it. We're tying our worlds together here. Yeah. So let's just start, I guess, with that opening... What is it? Good morning, Baltimore. I yeah, my song was. Good a song. morning, Baltimore. I actually like that song. I was yeah. getting into this. Yeah. Okay, I'll put it this way. You asked me if I like musicals. I like musicals, but I like musicals with breaks. Like I like music scene.
2: Never see the Tom Hooper Les Mis, if does, you haven't seen it. Does the real Les Mis have breaks? I've never seen it. Okay. But I know I think it does and the Tom Hooper one Doesn't. literally nothing. I can't I can't do it. Every word like spoken is like technically sock. Greece
0: has breaks. Yeah,
2: you know, and this uh, has
0: breaks. Very small ones. Like, you know,
2: ah. it does have breaks, but there's always like music driving underneath it cuz it's a very mu- music driven story Fair. as well. It's a musical definition.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So it takes place what Baltimore in 1962.
2: Yes. Oh, I also want to say that I love that I had you on the Coming to America episode and the, another great fictitious uh, hair. Oh, uh, yeah, soul Glow Haircast. Yeah, Haircast. Okay, so it's like <laughs>
0: Soul Glow and now Ultra Clutch. Week Ultra Clutch. We could definitely do Haircast. Yeah. Oh, um duh, I almost forgot to read the back of the DVD cover. It's a short one, but it actually brings up the year, so. <clears throat> back of the DVD cover segment. Now, it's 1962. The 50s are out, and change is in the air. Tracy Turnblad, is a big girl with big hair and even bigger heart, has only one passion, dancing. Her dream is realized when she wins a spot on the local TV program, which is transformed overnight from outsider to teen celebrity. But can the trendsetter in dance and fashion defeat the program's reigning princess, win the heartthrob Link Larkin, and integrate television without messing up her hairdo? Yeah. So, so I guess one of the other things that I don't want to say bothers me because I get it. It's a musical. And we're supposed to have fun. Yeah. But like, it's one of these things, and there's a whole genre of them of like white people solve racism. Yeah. But <laughs> no, After this, after after this, after
2: what happened here, there was no problems from then on out. It was solved. Racial equality. At the end. It's so like
0: tidy and simple. Yeah. Like. Oh, this white little girl did it all for everybody yeah (laughs) but again i mean that's just it's not a bad um little summary there on the back of that dvd it's kind of what it is it's not too hard to describe what this film is and i I, again i do like that opening scene i'm a sucker some people say it's um corny and contrived i i like when movies begin someone like waking up or starting the day you know that's, that's that's naturally when we start. That's a musical. Thanks, yeah. That's You're supposed to have... I mean, I think
2: it... Say what you want about this movie, but I think it begins strong and it ends strong. And that's very important when and, it comes to 100 performance art, all performance art, whether it's film,
0: TV, stage. I agree with that. And I think, again, the two best songs for me, the two strongest songs, yeah. song-wise, are the first one and the last one.
2: I love that. And then I, lo- I love the... Uh, you, um, well, it's, yeah, you, you Can't Stop the bees is the last one, and then oh, Without Love. I love that.
0: <laughs> we'll get into that. Yeah. Oh, duh. I am so bad today. I okay. want to talk about the director, but I, for- I thought we talked about him because we said the Pacificer. Adam Shankman. Yeah. Um, I, I bring him up because he also did another movie we'll do on this podcast, A Walk to Remember.
2: Ah, yeah, A Walk to Remember. And, did I, and Rock of Ages. Which I think I put in for on
0: Cruise Club. <laughs> have you seen that? Yeah. I have not seen that. You see more musical films than I do, that's for sure. It's i oh, he does a lot of musical f- film work it seems i'm
2: like. Uh, unabashedly like you know i enjoy musical
0: theater enjoy good mu- well musical theater and musical film,
2: yeah sure yeah i will. <laughs> And he did the wedding planner. Oh, one of your favorites. Too. <laughs> one of my—I love Matthew McConaughey rom-coms, but that's not one of my also, favorite also Matthew McConaughey
0: rom-coms. Something that we can do on a potential future show, which is not what we'll be teasing. No, <laughs> at the end of this episode. All right, so let's get into some other scenes because I had a problem writing down scenes here.
2: I have three solid pages of notes. So that's why
0: I'm going to leave it to you. <laughs> let's let's bring up some scenes that you liked. This is a this was a popular movie when it came out. It did a lot of money. Well, let
2: me just say right away, like, I'm just going to read out, like, the mu- the musical numbers since they, like, really go... So we've got Good Morning Baltimore, Nicest Kids in Town, Miss Baltimore Crabs, I Can Hear the Bells, Hey Little Girl, uh, The New Girl in Town, Welcome to the 60s, I, know I don't morning. know the exact, but I wrote Blacker the Berry, uh, which, see, oh, that's we- a good one. That's a good song. It is. It is a good song, yeah. And, I, and that's when I get that... Uh, forgive Me, I'm looking... Uh, Elijah Kelly it just yeah. is amazing. He's, really He's so good. Like I want him to be in so many more musical like song. To- like I would love for him. I mean, hopefully he was in the Wiz Live.
0: Oh, okay. Um, Lee Daniels the Butler.
2: Oh, I might cover that on Foodie Films.
0: Oh. Okay, so BET had this miniseries, The New Edition Story, yeah. about the band New Edition, and it was really good. The Bobby Brown spinoff song and I didn't see it, but this is what people told me and he plays um, he's in it he plays Ricky Bell which is one of the guys in oh cool i so have to check it out actually he's doing I mean,
2: What's is that one of his it, last things?
0: That's one of his last things. I didn't see it because I just didn't have the time, but it's on like my list to see because everyone I know has seen it says like
2: awesome. I don't think I've even heard of it. I need to check it out.
0: But yeah, Black to the Berry, uh,
2: Big Blonde and Beautiful, and then There's a Light, that's the March song, and then Without Love, and then You Can't Stop the Beat. So those are the movie songs, and there's like three or three more songs that were like in the musical. Uh, that are played during the credits. But out of those, like, so I, I, re- I really enjoy uh, Black or the Berry. I like the Welcome to the 60s, because it's like kind of those three female black singers from or, like the scene before, The New Girl in Town, but then they sing this, and then Travolta. It's the first time Travolta sings and dances in the movie, which is a kind of a special moment. Uh, the one other song I didn't say was, um, timeless to me because I just god damn it do I love uh Walken and Travolta dancing and singing together and that's just the <laughs> Walken just has a smile ear to ear that just looks like he's just you know enjoying it and wants to like laugh and just thinks that this is funny and he's one of my
0: favorite yeah um, Christopher Walken's people. great we talked about him only once I believe on yeah first. uh Late Cortez, I want to call it string quartet. Yeah, <laughs> great movie. I mean, look, this movie was huge when it came out—two uh, hundred and two million dollars, which is obviously awesome—and I think probably exceeded um, probably the show's revenue <laughs> and the originals combined. Mm-hmm. And it was very popular. I think it had ninety something percent by critics, eighty something. Oh, what? did that audience? well? Yeah, I which I was a little surprised about because to me it wasn't. I didn't hate it. I like this movie, but it wasn't like a 90% around tomatoes, at least for me. So, I mean, you mentioned that scene, but I, I guess I want to just talk about the plot a little more, because there's not really much to talk about. Tracy just goes to school, and it seems like everyone at this school is somehow involved in the Corny Collins show. Yeah, it's like,
2: again, the, the cool kids, the well, the nicest kids in town, but they're definitely like the pretty... I did,
0: you know. But there has to be more than one high school in Baltimore. Are they all... Like, work for the Corny College. I don't show.
2: know. Then it, so, they don't want the show to be integrated. But is the high school integrated? Because then she goes to detention well, yeah, with black kids. Yeah, but they,
0: just all the black kids are in detention. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's also. But detention did seem like a
2: really cool place. Oh, I mean, yeah. They I, mean, just, I get why she wanted to go to yeah. detention. It was the coolest place. In the I world. love how awkward it is when Link goes in there and starts dancing with the one black girl. Oh, and it's <laughs> ah,
0: It's so good. So, okay, something I guess that bothered me, right, is obviously these people have been oppressed. Obviously, it's yeah. a segregated city, and they've faced a yeah, it's lot Baltimore, of, so you know, I mean, a lot of racism, right? Yeah. Yet Tracy walks in; she's like, "Hey, you're one of us now. You're accepted right away." They've like no like fear about her. Or?
2: Yeah, I I mean, I guess they see her. I mean, number one, yes, it's a it's a story that just like keeps it like they'll <laughs> waste time on that. Like they give Link a bit more of a hard time, and even you know, I mean. Watch uh, Seaweeds, you know, says, like, t- you know, when he's nervous about going to the neighborhood but he's like, you know, take an easy cracker, you know, like, <laughs> sort of, like whatever, but, like, Tracy, they just see that she's kind of an outcast, and then she can do the dance moves and everything like that, so they're more they're more accepting, and, you know.
0: <laughs> so, again, so they watch, her and Amanda Bynes watch the Corny Collins show. Yeah. It seems like it's every day, this show. I guess, yeah. It's, and it's kind of like one of those variety shows, like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it just seems like it's, like, the, the kids local, are on there.
2: But, yeah, local, like a... but then they just, like, it's people, then, like, the kids kind of do, like, covers of the popular songs at the time. Yeah. Sometimes they'll get the local artists to do it, because I like Then that's the, because the, the new girl in town, and they have, like, the three white girls singing, and then three black girls, and, the, and then, you know, and Queen Latifah, or Michelle Pfeiffer's all mad at Queen Latifah, and she's like... They wrote it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which is, again, a nice nod to that whole thing of the music industry like the Like Beach Boys and Chuck Berry and all that? (laughs) Yeah, like everybody, you know, the foundation of rock and roll, a lot of it was, you know, black people. Either stolen
2: or white people like Elvis Presley then, like, made it mainstream. Yeah, made it big. Well, brought it to the white audience. Yeah, uh,
0: I guess, you know, but it was definitely, you know... Uh, certainly very much marginalized in the music industry. oh so many African American musicians got screwed over so like this this movie does a good job of like showing that it's just again it's it's one of these things where there's there is there a plot yes but it's like too heavy for what the music
2: the closest they can get to it is the there you know there's a light when they do the march yeah and that's like the like the closest they can get to but in the end of the day since it is, I mean, there are dark, there are like so. Les Mis is a very powerful, like an emotional, like showing a
0: you know tumultuous no, you time could in do France. That, you know, you could definitely do it, but that's not what they wanted to do. Here. No, that's what. No, it's. it's I mean, because like it's
2: also again, you have to. It, it, it's a, it's more a mus, do, doing a musical version of John Waters' humor. Yeah. It, more than making a musical about civil rights <laughs> or the beginning, beginning of civil rights
0: in, in the early 60s. But, okay, so I think, so, like, the John Waters humor is too toned down, though.
2: Well, because, yeah, then you have to make a, col- a colorful
0: musical. <laughs> so it's, it, it's, all, it's all an interesting thing. And context. it also
2: comes from the kind of actors, like, there's no one else like Divine. Like, if you had... no. Divine. But
0: I think Harvey Fierstein, while not divine at all and completely different kind of actor. Yeah. He still like to me carries like
2: Oh, because then you have that voice. And that adds a different dimension to
0: it. Yeah, and he he just yeah, you're right. And he's such a theater guy. Yeah. And, and I I re- yeah. Travolta has his history with it. I mean, I even
2: remember seeing I mean, the fact, so then John Panette is a was a very like obese guy. And then even during the timeless-to-me number in the musical. I remember him, like, then, like, this is totally improvised line, and he goes, because I think it's even kind of from, like, his stand-up, and he says to the guy that was playing Wilbur, like, who's my little butterball? Like,
0: <laughs> like
2: that just added something to it, too. So you, the fact that, yeah, you have Travolta, who's, like, not fat, who was, like, at one point, a sex symbol, but then playing a woman.
0: And not to mention, like, I, I wrote it in my notes, but I didn't mention it, like, Scientology tends to be very... Anti-gay, yeah, and I think like that, like John Waters' film is in general. But again, this is not a John Waters film. But this, there's well, John, Waters, John and Waters and then John Waters', Waters films. films. there's supposed yeah. to be more of like an LGBT
2: acceptance, and acceptance yeah, for
0: sure. But there's yeah. supposed to be more of like that vibe here, I think, and that that's it's like completely washed from this film.
2: Yeah, I would. Yeah, I'm curious to see like, since it was recent. If they did a little something different with the live musical, I'm very curious. I have yeah. To see the, no. You know, because just again, 2007 to 2000. Let's. I think that came out in 17
0: or maybe 18. I don't know. I think there is perhaps a reason. Uh, he didn't say why, but why Harvey Firestein hasn't watched no. this movie? Yeah. This movie. Yeah. yeah. Like I feel like he would have. He probably was just like that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: maybe he's pissed off that he was just turned down. I mean,
0: who knows if he was turned down. Oh, maybe. I mean, that could be it too. It could be personal. A personal vendetta. Let's dive into your notes. You seem to have a lot of them. Um, I mean, it just goes like
2: musical number to musical
0: number kind of like ideas. Okay, so, so let's see some early ones.
2: See some early ones. Okay. Well, like I said earlier, so I said for "Good Morning, Good Morning Baltimore, like she's like the there's just fun lyrics also in the songs, like the rats dance around my feet. So for, I mean, this was in the in the uh, in a musical number, but Michelle Pfeiffer just saying like. Then this is also like, how did you not know this is a racist character? She says steer them in the white direction. Yeah, um, yeah. No, that's,
0: it, that's exactly what I thought. Yeah. But it's funny because okay, so that intro song of the Courtney Collins show. Yeah. I actually did like the li- not like, but the lyrics in that were like. It's the same one, I think we're talking about, like, White Direction. Yeah. That's where they introduce, and again, I'm using quotes, N- Negro Day. Yeah. And how it's like Oh, a- yeah, then they make
2: it, like, I mean, they also, they're poking fun at that time because they have the hair product that Queen Latifah has to read, and it's called, you know, this is, I'm saying a line from the movie, but it's called Napaway. Yeah. You know, for, like, get the kinks out in a wink or whatever. Like, it's <laughs> talking about incredibly offensive time. <laughs> incredibly. And it's different than than you have, well, I mean, it was a white director, but it was, you know, Eddie Murphy's, you know, coming to America, it was, like, his baby, and then clearly making fun of, kind of, the African-American community with the whole soul glow, and, like, (laughs) leaving the grease marks
0: on the couch and everything. Now, speaking of foodie films, I don't know if you did it, but you discussed, oh, no, I know um, Stonewall is a film you want to do? Yes. And I didn't see it, but I know it got, like, trashed. Yeah. That, to me, is, like... (sighs) This is where I have a little bit of a confusion about musicals. It's hard for me to take like an uplifting musical on something that serious. Yeah. Like Hamilton is, you know, obviously a great musical, but that's like not I wouldn't consider that like an up like a hairspray level in terms of dance dance this is fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's it, not that way. Yeah. So that's why I think it was funny that they would add these elements in, and I think they largely did a good job, but it is weird, like, you have a PG movie that's, like, treading such... Tumultuous times? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah I, guess, I guess that's the best way to say it. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm just trying to think of... I mean, because it's clearly... It, I mean, it could have been a movie, you know... again, yeah, I mean, it's being adapted from this movie that John Waters decided to make, but clearly the movie just has a lot to say as far as body shaming. So like that could be the musical right there about just like a bigger girl like it didn't have to be, in the
0: sixties. No, I mean, and uh, that part of it was interesting to me too. Like I'm like I'm a. Little, or involving race in the sixties. I'm a little un- uncomfortable talking about like a woman's body image and this film. Like I think it it's definitely poking fun and it's definitely supposed to be like tongue in cheek, right? Like we're not supposed to be making fun. But then you see, like, John Travolta looking at, like, a, the meats on a table, and... Yeah, I mean, it's... See, that's more uncomfortable to me than if it was divine. Mm-hmm. Because that's the... more the humor of Because they were too. big in real life. Yeah, and that's kind of, like, the humor of the film. But, like, John Travolta's actually in shape, looking at, like, Oh, I need to eat food. Yeah. You know, like, that's, like... Oh,
2: Wilbur. <laughs> uh, yeah, I get that, but then I just, I mean, and I recognize that. <laughs> But, uh you know then then you just go okay but that's not what they're that's not what they're trying to do no clearly not like it, it would it would be worse if that's what they were trying to do and then don't accomplish them, <laughs> I think I don't know but in Miss Baltimore crabs I just you know she has the great line of like you know like I screwed the judges but it's like a little wink wings as far as that day <laughs> I mean when she's in detention Tracy's saying I wish every day was Negro day he's like at our home
0: it is you know I do like again back to miss Baltimore crabs like that's and that's probably from the original film. But that, to me, is, like, John Waters' humor. Yeah. because we had no crabs. Well, yeah, but like, crabs. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like, it's not, like, random. It's not, like, Miss Cincinnati crabs. Debbie Harry was also considered for... Which, Debbie Harry's the original. Yeah. I could never cast. I mean, I think I could pick out people for casting. But I, I'm talking about, I can never, like, be like, sorry, Debbie Harry, you're out. Yeah. Like, you know? <laughs> well, that's, like,
2: that's like uh, it just dropped... Uh, Earlier uh, on on Thanksgiving, the Lion King trailer, and that's a movie that they're like, you can't replace James Earl Jones. No. Like, also in my opinion, you can't replace Nathan Lane's voice, but they decided to go with Billy, Billy Eckner. yeah,
0: I like him.
2: I like him a lot, and he's hilarious. Yeah. Billy on the street is amazing. <laughs> I love Billy on the street, oh, and <laughs> his character on Parks and Rec is fantastic.
0: <laughs> but like, also
2: like, I mean, Nathan Lane and like Lion King was
0: just. Yeah, I mean Did amazing. Did they replace Sarabi's voice?
2: Yeah, so it's not. Yeah, it's like totally a coming, coming to. to it. Damn it! Yeah, so it's uh, Alfre Al, Alfre Woodard. Is I think that's how you pronounce mm. her name. She yeah, she was uh, Twelve Years a Slave. Uh, small role in Captain America: Civil War. K-Pax. K-Pax yeah, <laughs> huh.
0: K. Pax. K. Pax wasn't your favorite.
2: Yeah. Luke. Oh, she had a good. She had a uh well now it's canceled
0: but uh on Luke cage Oh really? Yeah. I mean that's cool but I would have liked them to keep the couple together. Yeah. I don't is that actress still alive? Oh, that I don't know actually. Yeah. Original but that's like Sarabi. Yeah.
2: I mean you know, I mean in the original you had I mean Jeremy Irons is Scar but now they have like, I feel so bad I never pronounced his name right Chiwetel Ejiofor. Oh, really? He's Scar. Yeah, he's Scar. I mean, you had Matthew Broderick doing the voice. But, I mean, they clearly also wanted to go with more African-American actors. Or
0: African in general.
2: Yeah, so they... they I mean, they got Beyoncé as Nala. Cool. <laughs> oh, it's
0: Donald Glover. I'm looking at it, now. Yeah, they got Donald Glover. I'm, and then, I'm not too keen on Seth Rogen as Pumbaa. Yeah. I'd rather like Pumbaa-like. Because, okay, Billy Eichner has not Nathan Lane's voice, but he has kind of like... That fast-paced cadence. Yeah. And I know Seth Rogen is slower, but, like, Billy Eichner, I feel like, he <laughs> could be a voice actor. Yeah. Seth Rogan just is always Seth Rogen. Yes. Because when I was watching it as a kid, and no, I didn't know these people. Yeah. But the only one to me was, like, James Earl Jones that, like, took me, an, like, I was like, okay, you know? Yeah. Even Nathan Lane wasn't even that big at the time when he did it. They were, like, focused on the voice, which I like that. Oh, John Oliver Zazu, I could see that. That's fantastic. Cassie. Yeah, that, like, he, that's very... Because he even, <laughs>
2: like, made, like, a comment on, like, his show one time, or just someone said, like, that he... I don't even know Zazu's not a toucan, but, you yeah, they said
0: that he looks like a toucan. Sorry, I'm just looking at, like, the, uh... Keegan-Michael Key. That, and Michael Key. That, Eric Andre. Eric Andre, yeah. <laughs> right back to Hairspray now. <laughs> that's a musical, too, though. Yeah. Lion King. Now is that going to be based on the film or the musical? Probably a little bit of both. What
2: was the difference between the two?
0: I'm sure there was differences.
2: Well, there had to, there was definitely yeah there was definitely more in the musical because they tend to make it yeah you know, musicals have the intermission and all that. So hmm, I wonder. I guess we'll see. <laughs> and the fact that you yeah, have Beyonce like Nala really doesn't sing much in that. Yeah, so. that's a good point. But the two of them must sing on. I did see on Broadway, but I was like nine years Can old. Can you feel the
0: love tonight?
2: So they must yeah her and like you don't. I mean even Donald Glover obviously a tremendous artists vocal artists yeah and yeah. so
0: you know you're gonna have them sing he looks just like Ch- child Scambino. <laughs> he does yeah i tease i tease anyway back to hairspray so i mean do you want to do a deep dive into that scene you really like no we don't have to do it. we don't no, <laughs> there's no there's no need for like
2: a deep dive into any of this it's just i mean i, I walking
0: I, character right like it, it's it's her dad yeah. And he he owns, like, a gag store? Yeah, Hardy Har Har, the <laughs> Taj Mahal of, you, know. you were saying while you were watching it how you want to dress like him, and then you're like, I kind of do dress like him. Yeah, like, I, lo-
2: I yeah, he's just wearing, like, the, I don't know what kind of shirts. That, I mean, I have a lot of Hawaiian shirts, but those are, like, the, I don't know what to call that. But it's just, like, you know, there's short sleeve button-downs, and it's, like, loose. It just looks comfortable. He's got a nice pair of slacks that come to, like, his ankles and some tennis shoes. I hope you get married
0: in a Tommy Bahama shirt.
2: Uh, that's a good possibility.
0: (laughs) I want to be on that level of, like, old man, where, like, I don't own any suits anymore and my fancy wear. Yeah. Tommy Bahama shirts are expensive. Well, it's kind of
2: like how Charlie Sheen dresses, right? Oh, never
0: mind. In yeah, Two and a Half Men. No, yeah. Never mind. I'll take that. Chandler in some seasons of Friends. Chan- yeah, like that, yeah. That look. Chandler, and whatever, we don't have to talk about this here, He's He's very much into like swing wear. Not yeah. swinging. Well, like, that was, guys. yeah, that was just like that. Swing like swing music. When yeah, music because had, like, of, a uh, yeah, of, like, like swingers, you know, that was all
2: <laughs> John Favreau
0: tie into Friends, you know. <laughs> yeah, he brought on to Friends. Like, Chandler, I think you got to yeah. dressed like this. <laughs> Okay, so you love you love this film. It seems like what are your favorite moments? Let's go, Kyle. T- convert me. Well, it's, okay.
2: So I mean, my no. My, so my big ones. I love that Walken and Travolta like supposed to be a, in love, like couple. And, and what I like about
0: it is what you said. Walken's clearly smiling. It's like tongue in cheek. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and the whole film generally is tongue in cheek.
2: Yeah, well, yeah. That's, that's I mean, we said it. We like Tracy the fun. Pun- the- Tracy punches a cop. She, she slightly hits him over the head with a pa- paper on a stick, like a poster
0: board on a stick. Oh, you. But, but they're, like, right in this film. You don't. Especially when you're in a riot or a protest. No, you she know, was. Like, I mean, but she. In the movies, she's supposed, a cop. No.
2: <laughs> especially, yeah, in, like, a, a march for, you know, like, black, you know, equality.
0: I love how the, the issue that pushes them over the edge is that, like, they want to be on the show, too. You know? Yeah. Not like. Yeah, yeah they have anyway. once
2: a month there's Negro Day, and then she wants there to be integration. Even Corny Courtney Collins is a very... So that's a, James Marsden is awesome in this movie, and I really like his character. He's supposed to be a like, progressive character, and he wants the integration, and he's really f- fighting for it. And then they even, like, everyone, no one wants Tracy on it at first, but then, like, Edna, or, I'm sorry, uh, Velma is the station manager, Michelle Pfeiffer, and then even, like, her boss at first is just, like, what's going on? But Right away, people are loving everything about Tracy and like her dad selling Tracy things like merchandise. Yeah, so she
0: ends up joining the show. Yeah, it's kind of like an open tryout. Yeah, people like her.
2: Yeah, um, she's got great dance moves, and that's what like the show is about. Kids dancing, and then some of them, like, Link sings every once in a while. Link,
0: and uh, I th- again, I think it's weird that he still goes to high school, because it seems like he has a lot on his plate, Link Larkin. Yeah, like, that's the <laughs> whole thing,
2: like, so these kids must leave, I don't know, they get a permission slip to leave early
0: every day, so then they're missing. <laughs> I guess, because it seems like the show starts right after yeah. school, because they, like, have to run home to school.
2: I think this movie, because I think we're, we're I know, well, I, I think, I know we're both a big fan of, like, world building, and that's also what it, they did a really good job with Good Morning Baltimore, like, like, she's walking along, yeah. and you get a sense of the important locations mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, right, this is a movie that right away you, you you see the high school, you see Courtney Collins' show, you see, like, what, you know, like, her house, you see the hardy har-har, and
0: that's just, the, you know, the important locations of the film, so. I mean, you, you bring up a couple of things that, like, oh, now that we talk about, like, oh, I remember this, I remember that, um... You know, when she's on the show, like you said, she's a great dancer. I'll ask this question. Do you think they're trying to draw... I know we're overanalyzing this. (laughs) Do you think they're trying to draw the parallel between her being a bigger girl and the oppression of black people? Draw uh No, I don't... Like... Like she feels like... Because I don't... Well, she's striking me as feeling like an outcast, I guess is what I'm going to say.
2: No, but she is... I mean, while being progressive, she's naive.
0: Yeah, oh, that's a good way to put it. She is definitely naive.
2: She thinks that you know, like you can just say. I mean, she when when they when uh, Corny Collins first like introduces her, and she says that she wants to be either the first female president of the United States or a rockette. <laughs> like you know, again, not to the rockettes are very. You have to look a very specific way to become a rockette. So again, just in that realm, she is.
0: Not just the beginning Rocket. The become a Rocket in 1962. Yes. You know, I can't yes. Even imagine. So
2: it's clear. Like I mean, she is naive and very. You know, I mean, but I, I also. I mean, you know, the. Uh, you know, her mom is a pessimist, but her, I love walk and just be like, "Then go for it." You know, like <laughs> John, my boy. <laughs> He's just anything. I just.
0: She has uh... Put
2: walking into something. Even like I hate the movie. Musical version of Jersey Boys, but any Christopher Walken's in that. Anytime he's on screen, I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: quickly, the mom Edna, she runs. She hasn't been out of the house in like years. She says. Yeah, it's really weird. It's like She's almost the, Charlie in the Chocolate yeah, Factory level, the, or like, Willie yeah. Wonka. whatever, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then she, um, she runs a, a dry, but, dry cleaner. Yeah, kind of but thing, she does right? it from home. Yeah, and she does it home, and she wants like her daughter to follow her footsteps, despite yeah. her not leaving her house ever. And it's I don't, it's called something like Edna's Occidental, yeah, uh, something dry cleaning yeah. place, which again is a play on. Yeah, TV she cable.
2: said her dream was a coin-operated store, like <laughs> she gave
0: that up really fast. <laughs> she sets the bar. Not, I mean, great that Grace she has a business, and clearly, that's a very successful, not very successful, but a lot of people in the neighborhood go to her.
2: Yeah, they're. I mean, both her and her husband are small, business, know, small business, business owners.
0: Quarters. Yeah. Definitely appreciate that, but uh, I, I don't know. I just wanted to set the scene a little bit for your uh, little when they have their little um, moment. It's right after a scene where Michelle Pfeiffer is trying to tempt Christopher Walken. Yes, but he's like not getting into it. Totally oblivious. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually liked their chemistry in that scene. Oh, that yeah, That's I thought it was I thought so it was much really fun. Funny, yeah. Well, and also yeah. I like
2: that that was a because revu- before that, monmouth Mabel sings big, blonde, and beautiful, and then you cut to that scene, and you've got Velma, who's blonde, Edna, who's big, and so it's oh, a nice yeah. little comeback, you know, that, the, you know, Edna says big, then Velma blonde, nice and so that was a nice time. I thought you were going to say, there's a little homage to Pulp Fiction in this movie, oh, really? and that's, uh, Edna says to Tracy, oh, if you, you know, want to become, like, popular and do and do really well figure out how to get blood out of upholstery that'll oh, make you good and I didn't that's a think yeah that. that's a yeah
0: i didn't even think about that which is that is really funny huh? <laughs> so it's a fun little pulp fiction reference and this movie kind of just winds down because she gets arrested after her little the protest
2: yeah she's on the show she becomes famous and then pretty much and then like you know she and Penny start hanging out with Seaweed and his like friends and his sister Inez a bit more and then Motormouth Maybell finds out that they get they're getting rid of uh, Negro Day on the Courtney Collins show or or whatever they call it for that program I guess mm-hmm. at that point point. and then Tracy
0: suggests that they march so again a white person suggests like, <laughs> so He didn't to think march. about that yeah. before. Let's do you know, it. Yeah. <laughs> no, to be fair, Queen Latifah's character is like, you y- don't want to do that.
2: Yeah, no, she's... Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I like how the story keeps expanding. Yeah.
2: she Well, she doesn't... Queen Latifah does have a really good line, too, because then Seaweed and Penny, like, you know, start dating, fall in love with one another. Which her and racist
0: she, mom does not like.
2: No. Pr- Prudy doesn't like that. <laughs> and uh, But, no, Queen Latifah has a good line that just like like, you, you know... The world isn't accepting plays. I can't I don't remember the line specifically, didn't write it down. But just like you're gonna run to a whole lot of
0: stupid and that's you know, that is it's, a good line yeah. because it is very true. Um, whatever, she gets well first she hides out, right? Then she gets arrested.
2: No, well she never gets arrested. Oh I thought she She runs away. So I oh, love she starts the away. march and then like I mean and uh, her mom tells her to run away so you're gonna listen yeah, okay, to your mom you're gonna okay. start running away she goes to Penny's Penny's mom locks her in the bunker okay. she's like yeah, oh no I yeah and that's a funny little exchange because she has this bunker that's clearly like ready for if the Russians win and stuff yeah. like that <laughs> uh, and her mom locks her down there ties Penny up seaweed comes unties Penny Penny gives Tracy the keys and then they escape and the whole big plan is that you know there's gonna be cops surrounding the Miss, you know, Baltimore pageant or whatever, and they sneak her in via a
0: giant hairspray can. <laughs> I like that because it's like the cops don't have a battery ram themselves. Yeah. So there's like, they break the door open with a battery yeah. ram, and they're like, oh, it was really heavy, and it's like, it's like oh, they was supposed to be light. Yeah, it's, it's hollow. <laughs> and, so, and this is the beauty of musicals, and I'm not criticizing this, but this is like the, the funny thing that happens with musicals, that it's like, okay. It's like easy tie-ups, yeah. But it's the whole, like, She has that rocket prepared for her to land in. Yeah. (laughs) I do really like her outfit in this scene.
2: Well, And then a big thing with this, because, I mean, it is called Hairspray, I like that she has, like, the, you know, the, the hair is an important part of this movie and she has changing she has the you know she points out that Jackie O has the same thing and then I like the mom and she's like like, oh no
0: I think it's natural yeah naturally
2: stiff (laughs) (laughs) and then she gets like the blonde streaks in it like or the blonde bangs and some and then this is much more like later 60s like I think like closer to like Cher style like or even like or even more uh, like even closer like Nancy Sinatra like these Mm. boots were made for walking kind of moment
0: yeah Yeah, it's late 60s yeah for sure yeah Whatever, I mean, it's it's cool, and it's an awesome dress, and she has a really great dance number there.
2: Yeah, well, I did, and again, that's that's a really strong, it's, because it goes on, it starts, and then there's, like, dialogue in between, and then they start, you know, Courtney Collins brings Motormouth Mabel out, and Queen Latifah well, ends this.
0: What is the contest called? Miss, Miss Hairspray, or something? Yeah. <laughs> we should know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like a Miss Hairspray contest, and they've been the whole movie. They've been alluding to rigging it for Michelle Pfeiffer's daughter, yeah, Brittany Snow. And yeah, every
2: week people kind of call in and vote yeah. a little bit. Really,
0: not that many, because um, because I, then in the last yeah. like
2: <laughs> we will even be generous and say last five minutes. Yes,
0: Inez, Inez or whatever yeah. it's pronounced, um, Queen Latifah's daughter comes on stage, and she doesn't even look like she's in high school. But I think that's just her style. Yeah, like she looks really young. Yeah, she does a dance, and she even beats. Tracy.
2: Tracy and Amber, yeah. And be, Amber, and, yeah. And
0: the only thing I could think of is maybe, like, once they found out that... I think it's after, though. Like, maybe they knew she was cheating and they wiped all the votes and they waited for those phone calls because she wins in one day when they've been doing this contest well, for a while. Also,
2: what I'm thinking is that at that time, what, there's, like, three stations or something like that? So probably people, probably even though the black community is watching, even though it's just mostly white kids half the time. I mean, there were black kids there, like... Dancing, but it was separate. It was yeah. separated, but at that moment when she dances, I just imagine which Baltimore, a very large African American population, called in at that moment, and you probably
0: yeah. I mean, that's the only. That's, that's a, I mean,
2: again, not that she I, didn't deserve it. We're not saying she didn't deserve. No, no, no. But like, that's like um, as far if you if you if I was gonna try to justify how that happened so quickly, that would be my uh, guess. Oh yeah, I do wanna be because we're at like the finale number, I do wanna jump back and talk about the um without love and I love because it's a great it's going between Link shows up at, you know, the Turnblatt's house and it's (laughs) almost like uh he's like, I can't eat and she's like, You can't eat and it's like, I'll make you some pork uh but he goes up to Tracy's room. Yeah, but she goes up the tr- and I love that. Like it's like he's holding a picture frame, and he's and it's, uh, you know Tracy singing via like her high school portrait, and then he's on her bed, and he finds like a candy bar underneath uh, her pillow, and then. I, I told you, because you said like I was watching the tail end of it when you, uh, you, know, you got here, and I said, because Zac Efron now is like, I mean, he's in comedic mo- you know, movies and everything, and I said, even watching it then, I was like, oh, he has some comedic chops, just because he has really great facial mannerisms in this movie. And that, I, that I, I really like when he's, like, there's, again, it's fun that he's just, like, he's singing, like, oh, I, like, it would be the worst thing if I got laryngitis, and he looks all nervous, and he smiles again. And there's just, uh, <laughs> a sea- Seaweed and, uh, Penny, and, like, you know, he has the living in the ghetto, and he pulls out, like, a switchblade knife, and then...
0: It's very, yeah, it, it paints in very broad
2: strokes. Yeah. Right? He's it. Like, well, right was your mom in the Navy? Like, <laughs> when it comes to, like, the knots, it's
0: just, I don't know, it's a... Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. It's a it's a fun movie that you know. But you bring up Zac Efron Um, again. I I didn't listen back to the uh, Zac attack on the cage club. Ooh, I didn't either. I
2: should that should have been a prepping moment. Cageclub.me.
0: Yeah. But um, I wonder if the guys discussed the big smooch that yeah the final image of the movie. Yeah, shares with. Um, Tracy, Tracy, yeah, Link Larkin and Tracy's big kiss. I mean, there was a. I don't know if they were. I don't think there was tongue. It didn't look like it was yeah. like that, but it was like a significant kiss. This is a big Blomsky. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a sounds like a, a big nice wet. Yeah. kiss. Yeah, good old Blomsky. <laughs> God, I, don't know. I don't know what to say to that, but yeah, that, that's our like final image of the movie, and I like the credits. Yeah, they, and again,
2: they play like three songs. That songs were that. The,
0: Show, but not on the Yes, not in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's... It's not a short movie. How long was it? Like, I remember it being short, right? Like, wasn't... Because some musicals are like... 240 when they want to keep all the songs in.
2: Yeah, well that, yeah, that would be too long. This was uh, 117, it
0: was close to two hours. Okay, but, yeah. it, you know, it, it's moving constantly. But it would have, I'm just
2: saying, yeah, if you had like three more songs or whatever. Did you and, like
0: Travolta's dancing?
2: It's a, I mean, it's it's silly. I think he was also, I mean, he's wearing heels, and he's also wearing a fat suit, so I think he was a bit
0: restricted. Yeah, it wasn't he wasn't terrible. Though. No, he wasn't terrible. I, get, what he is, I mean, it was... That was though like a little cringy to me when he's like, "I like the way I am," and I know I mentioned it before. Just yeah, like, you're not that way, buddy. And I know he's playing a character, but <laughs> all right. So you mentioned they kiss, racism solved by the end of it. Yeah, we win. Things that... have been great. We win. <laughs> <laughs> we win as America. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> America wins because at the end of the day, all every problem we have was solved by the Corny Collins show. Yeah. You have any other thoughts on Hairspray?
2: No, I mean I totally get why people might not like this but i it think it
0: doesn't seem like there's that many people who don't like this yeah like I, I mean i think
2: it's a i think it's a good musical movie it's light-hearted it's supposed to be you know even i mean it does deal with uh you know a very important time in our the, of our history and a very you know like serious issue of integration and racial equality and uh but it's it. I mean, it's not the color purple. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, Directed it's by not, Steven Spielberg. Yeah, which they're making a musical m- version of that. You know, That's,
0: everything does have to be a musical. Well, it was a musical on Broadway. It was a musical. Oh, I thought it was just a play. I didn't realize it was a musical.
2: Well, they did. No, I think that they. I, there's. I don't think it's like a stri- like not nearly as much. Oh, you're right.
0: Recently. Yeah. It was a book. That's what I'm confused. I don't know. Well, yeah, it was a book. It was a then book, the movie movie Musi- musical. Musical. Oh, maybe they did also a stage stage no, adaptation. No, you're probably right.
2: I think. But now, and Oprah Winfrey's going to be in it.
0: Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. That's, is she she's not the same? No, that would be. No, she would have to, I don't, you know. yeah. Queen Latifah's real name, quiz question. This is your quiz for today. Uh, I guess. Uh, I really. New Jersey girl. Really? She's from Newark. Ah, huh. That's cool. Dana uh, Owens. Yeah. I'm happy she kept her rapper name. Yeah. Because I, the last thing I think of Queen Latifah now is, not the last, but like, I really don't think of her rap career. No. She definitely transcended that. She's definitely one of the like, most famous icons of our time. In My introduction to her was Fresh Prince of Bel-Air.
2: She had a little story. Oh, on yeah, that. it was good. Yeah. I remember
0: that. That was cool. And that was
2: about body shaming.
0: Fresh Prince of Bel-Air brought a Because obviously Will Smith was a rapper. Yeah. But brought a lot of other, like... Don Cheadle? Well, not not Don Cheadle, but oh, okay. <laughs> Ice Tray. But it brought a lot of other rappers. <laughs> Rappers into acting roles? Yeah. You know, that might have been Queen Latifah's first role, or one of her first roles. Quite, yeah. And that, you know, that's pretty, that's pretty damn cool. Now...
2: Was she a clean rapper?
0: I doubt it. I mean, I just wasn't sure, because Will Smith was, and she was on Fresh Prince. I have no idea. I don't know if she was gangster, because she's old school. Yeah. She's old school. But I never... uh, The only Queen Latifah I know is the old school stuff. I don't know how her... New stuff was, but she also transitioned into singing and stuff. Well, she
2: also she was. I think she was nominated for best supporting actress for Chicago, where it was a great musical. Great, yeah. You know, that's, definitely... that's that's still voted one of, like the best
0: films, like of like, like that's always on like a top musical, 100 list. Yeah. yeah, she's actually was in the news, and for th- now that I, we talk about this for things that are like kind of related to what we were talking today, because um, Rebel Wilson has this new rom com out. Oh, she yeah. She had put on Twitter or something like she was the first like plus size. Oh, Queen
2: Latifah was
0: involved in that? Yes, because. Okay, so she. Rebel Wilson had put on Twitter that she was the first plus size actress to lead a romantic comedy.
2: Yeah. Because I know what's her name. For, Monique. I and know Monique said something.
0: Monique and someone else mentioned, and Queen Latifah have both been doing romantic comedies before that. A long and time. Both plus size women. So yeah. it's like one of these things like, oh, because you're white now. <laughs> it's like. Yeah. Now you did it first. You know? Like, that's why. Don't ever. This is my, my advice to celebrities who are listening. <laughs> Don't ever, like, say you're the first to do something or call yourself groundbreaking. Yeah. Let other people do that. Just do your, do your work, you know? Yeah. Like, because it, I'm sure Robert Wilson's film is groundbreaking, and I think there needs to be more people of different sizes, not just plus size, different sizes, in roles. And that's great, but you, now you've downplayed what you've done, you've minimized what you've done by saying you were the first.
2: Yeah. But, well, right away, there was just even recently, I mean, I mean, well, you can take it, like, I mean, you can take it one, like, some people say she's not, some people say she is, but there was that uh, Amy Schumer movie, I Feel Pretty, that came out not too long before this Rebel Wilson movie.
0: That's true, and again, I, I don't know, I, I think she might mean, like, <laughs> we're splitting hairs here. With well, like, that's, yeah, the exactly, people, so but then, like, know.
2: also, yeah, I mean, like, I don't, I don't, like... I don't know what people consider plus size.
0: No, I I don't know either. So we'll like whatever, <clears> but...
2: I mean when we were watching we were like Queen Latifah she's I mean she's she's a like a voluptuous bigger woman.
0: Yeah, but it, uh, well, we'll say Amy Schumer certainly is non-traditional. We'll put it that way. For but, Hollywood, yeah. Yeah, for Hollywood, not yeah. for real life Yeah, not at all. No, no, that, I'm glad you made that distinction. Yeah. Whereas men have like romantic leads and things and you know they're, yeah, well, they're Kevin James
2: I and, mean well that was always that was when people yeah Kevin James <laughs> or people were even like saying when like Knocked Up came out that's just like but still like that, was, I, a movie, I, that, that was, was a comedic movie from like
0: a male perspective yeah a comedic movie from male perspective and it's called Knocked Up it's not called and I know they fall, and I feel, they, like, they fall in love because they have the baby she immediately recognizes it's a mistake when she sleeps with yeah, him you
2: know? <laughs> yeah like the look on her the next day and they even make it like unattractive like about him yeah they're not so, like yeah. they
0: did not put them on the equal pedestal yeah
2: he even, when they're about to have sex in that movie, he goes, well, you're way hotter than I am. <laughs> <Yeah>. like,
0: <laughs> so that's not, yeah. Yeah. Uh, knocked up aside. Yeah. But uh, Queen Latifah was brought up because she has been doing this for years, you know? Yeah. And she's awesome at it. So I don't know what that was about. What's that movie with her
2: in common? Where <laughs> and she's like... <laughs>
0: Just right, something. like Just Yeah, right. she's and like her one physical. Tra- tra- his physical
2: trainer, right? Yeah, and there's one where the she's people. like
0: dying, or someone's dying. Like yeah, something. that's like a Christmas, movie, not the right? holiday, but something
2: like that. Something Last like holiday that. might be called maybe. Yeah,
0: but you know, she wasn't doing that, and she, honestly, she because the holiday you know. was
2: with Cameron Diaz, Kate Winslow, Jack yes. Black, and uh, Jude Law. Jude Law. I know this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I saw I saw that in theaters.
2: Wow. Probably, a I mean, date. I think with a date. Yeah, okay. I think with,
0: like fine. whoever. By goes. yourself, oh, like no, me seeing no. Hairspray. <laughs> or it might have been a date. I did, do, And I think I've brought this up on PS I Love Often, but I do. It's a good rom-com. I do distinctly remember a girl saying something to me. I think I went on a date, but I don't know if I was seeing someone at the time. I had a different girl saying like, oh, I just saw The Holiday. Have you yeah. seen it? And I was, this is college, definitely yeah. college. And I was like, yeah, I saw it. She's like, oh, I wish I could have been there to see your reactions while you watched it. And I was like, that's a little bit of a creepy line. <laughs> like I You've got really
2: nice skin. Like I, always like, like a, great, a great a compliment, but so weird. <laughs> exactly. Like she definitely didn't mean it like yeah. that. Like, oh I wish we could have yeah. seen it together, but like, I right. wish I could like when the screen gets a bit brighter and I could see you in the dark.
0: And, <laughs> <laughs> and then, well, this kinda ties into what we're gonna talk about later. Yeah. We've always talked about, you know, your love for Jack Black. I like that Jack Black. That's a sweet Jack Black. Film. Yeah, <laughs> he's okay. into movies. Like he's a screenwriter and Before we have our big announcement, though, let's uh, rate this film, Hairspray. What do you want to rate? Cans it? of hairspray. Cans of hairspray. Easy. That's pretty easy. How many cans of hairspray, Kyle?
2: I'll give it. A, I mean, so it's out five. Mm-hmm. Um, three and three quarters.
0: Oh, I thought you'd give it more.
2: I mean, I still, I, I, I recognize it as, like, for what it is. Okay.
0: I'm going to give it a solid three. We're close I really
2: like the music in this movie. Okay. And it's just, like, but I, I get, like, its faults in its stories. Like, you know, it has its, yeah.
0: It's, it's a fun film, that's for sure. Yeah, like, I really, film. yeah, it's I, I have a fun time watching this movie. You and I both have fun times watching movies. Yeah. Especially together. And it's something we didn't get to do in our last podcast. P.S. I Love Hoffman. So, our big announcement today, before you can plug Foodie Films and all that, is that we'll be dropping a show January 1st, because I guess that's our new date. First of the month. It's going to be the first of the month every month starting next year. Mm -hmm. Now, we're going to have to change the title that we said two days ago on your show. Because PSS is actually not accurate. I consulted some sources. Oh, okay. It's actually PPS. I don't know if you like PPS I Love Hoffman. So let's decide now. Do you want it to be PPS? I love Hoffman. Do you want it to be I not thinking, to sound
2: childish, but as PP? Like, yeah. is that weird? <laughs> I
0: was thinking maybe P.S. I still love Hoffman. P.S. We still love Hoffman. We, oh yeah, yeah, okay, but it's oh P.S. I love Hoffman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. huh? I never. Yeah, we never thought about that. It's two. I love him. <laughs> we fight. So I, it'll be something along the lines of that, and you'll know by tomorrow, because tomorrow is December first, the first day you can vote. Vote for what? Well, on this, I guess, round of Hoffman re-watches, we miss miss watching and talking about the films, honestly. There's only one, no, there's only two, P.S. I Love Hoffman, high school films. I don't know if there's a foodie film of Hoffman's. Not really, right? Oh, my God, him as a chef. Oh, my God. (laughs) (gasps) Well, he does, he gets
2: into cooking in uh, Jacko's Boating.
0: Jacko's Boating, and of course, there's uh, that, like, a lot of food scenes in Along Came Polly, one of your favorites. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, you know, we, we kind of miss that aspect of it, but we're going to do a rewatch similar to the Cage Club revisits <laughs> that they've been doing that Kyle and I are going to sit down once a month and watch the film together. And it's going to be a watch along, like you press play when we tell you to press play. Yeah,
2: we're going to do like a little intro and then do a countdown and you press play when we say play.
0: Yeah, and we'll just, gonna, it's like our commentary, like audio commentary over the film. So you could be watching Philip Seymour Hoffman films, and we can celebrate his legacy together, watching it together.
2: Yeah, it's something, I mean, we both love, and that's kind of the sad thing of people streaming and, like, we don't get to see, like, special features these days. I know we both love special features and DVD commentaries, so that was something. We even did it for, like, our high school films. (laughs) (laughs) But this is also, I mean, this is inspired by Cage Club Revisited, so definitely check out Cage Club Revisited.
0: Yeah, of course, but... We're so excited to do this. And I mentioned tomorrow, the voting is opening. A big aspect of this new show is going to be that we want you, the audience, or hopefully Haw fans, <laughs> to vote for what movie we're going to be doing every month. And we're probably going to limit it to like a selection of two or three. Yeah. But for the first one, we've kind of expanded the list to what do we have? Yeah, we wanted,
2: we wanted to give really strong options
0: for you guys to pick yeah, we from right away. Open strong. So, Kyle, what will we let our Haw fans vote for?
2: Almost famous Boogie Nights. Charlie Wilson's War, Synecdoche, New York, and Love, Liza.
0: Good ones right there. And the voting's going to open on December 1st, I mentioned, tomorrow. And we'll send links via... Link Larkins. Yes, Link Larkins. On Foodie Films. Yes. uh, On High School Slumber Party. And also on our PSI Love Hoffman page. And maybe the Cage Club gang will share it as well. Because, you know, we want your input, we want your yeah. vote, and definitely tune in January 1st. The voting will be open like, two weeks, two weeks or so, and then we'll record it probably late December, ready for a January 1st debut.
2: Forgive me, I, I can't remember, um, do, you, do you have a name, like, for your list? Like, I, obviously, I mean, I just even say foodie fans, but it's like, it's not like, again, it's like, I, Hoff fans, we decided, like, yeah. you know. I mean,
0: I, I haven't really said much. I say slumberers. Yeah, slumber students. Yeah. <laughs> Students in a different segment, yeah. So, you know, just nothing crazy. Nothing like Hoff fans, you know. I don't think there's one demographic that likes all the high school films, you know. So, I'd say (laughs) slumberers are students. Okay, good to know. (laughs) Well, Kyle, uh, quickly plug Foodie Films. Definitely want to listen to this week's episode.
2: Yeah, definitely listen to the episode that came out two days ago. Um, that was that was a good time. Uh, we talked. We started. It's a whole. It's a series. It's the my dinner series that Brian will guest on four episodes in total of include. You know. More episodes will be on Foodie Films. He was already on *Coming to America*, as we said, and then we'll be on future episodes as well. But this *My Dinner* series, it's starting out with *My Dinner with Hervé*, and then it goes to uh, *My Dinner with Andre*, which we'll have. We're, we gotta get together with John Harden come the New Year, so there'll be probably like that episode will probably air sometime in January, or early February, I would guess. And from there, then we do the *My Dinner with Ann, Andy*. Or is it no? It's, it, no, my, it's
0: dinner the, my breakfast. Breakfast with Blassie. Yeah,
2: and it's, that's with Andy Kaufman, and then there's even a documentary yeah. about that. So it's going to be a fun dinner series before you know. Before the last one, it was uh, it was a little hectic, so we didn't get to eat before then, But I want to involve some f- food while we're recording, or right before, so we can kind of talk about that as well. But I've just been having such a blast with Foodie Films, and I'm really grateful for people uh, reaching out. I hope you all had a fantastic Thanksgiving and all the holidays that are coming. We had so many great food holidays. And just please re- keep uh, reaching out, and I would love for some recommendations of some food films to cover or famous food scenes. There's always, there's just so many. Like even watching this, it's like, oh wow, there's a good, there's a couple of good food scenes that are in hairspray. So um, always love finding those. I'm just even looking at from our. Uh, notes from the, my dinner with Hervé. We were talking about the red rope licorice scene from Wayne's World <laughs> 2, uh, the papaya dog and fools rush in. So, those are just great. Like, those are fun scenes from movies uh, that you know, I, I love talking about and having my guests randomly select. So, please check out uh, Foodie Films and all the other great podcasts on
0: cageclub.me. Last question I'll ask you before I let you go. Now, you've picked your sleeping bag many times. Yes. What slumber party snack? Would you bring? What's your. Ooh. What's your. You know.
2: Well, we know that my mom makes cookies. <laughs> like, from previous uh, what slumber party. I say, Kyle, we're having a Can I bring party? like a drink and a food?
0: Sure. But oh, it's okay. a slumber party, a high school slumber party. So if you want a drink, it's a little controversial.
2: No, I don't want alcohol. Okay, I'm, I'm just, just saying. I want some ecto cooler.
0: Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> that's, that works. And
2: then, um. Hmm. I'm gonna. I'm going to make some nachos. Mm. Are you going to make
0: it there? Yeah, I'm going to
2: bring the accoutrements. Because, like, nachos. No, I don't want them to to get get soggy. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to do it like any fancy style. Probably, like, even stolen. Maybe. I mean, it depends on. No,
0: because, you know, smaller party food isn't fancy.
2: Yeah. But just, you know, yeah, some good. Probably just some cheese on some nachos, a jar of salsa. Yeah. Like some
0: nachos. Sounds good to me. All right, Kyle. Well, thanks so much for being on Hairspray. Sorry you didn't win Best Hair. I knew it. <laughs> no. I have to thank Kyle so much for being on that episode. We had so much fun. We talked about a lot of hairspray stuff, but we talked about a lot of high school stuff too. And we went off on a lot of tangents. And I had fun. I love tangents. I apologize if you don't. But I am so looking forward to, well, I think we decided on the title PS. I still love Hoffman, whatever. It's PS I love Hoffman we're rewatching the films. Not that I don't love High School Slumber Party. I love your slumbers. I love rewatching, well, I love watching and rewatching high school films. I love doing High School Slumber Party, but PS I love Hoffman and the Hoffman films is like it's like where I cut my podcasting teeth and I love Philip Seymour Hoffman always will and I can't wait to just watch those films with Kyle. Less pressure. It's just going to be two buddies watching a movie and, you know, with you guys watching it with us. So definitely tune in to PSI Love Hoffman when it comes out. But before that, vote for what movie we should do first. Like I said, it's going to be on the Foodie Films page. It's going to be on the High School Slumber Party page, on all social media. And to remind you, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. So, you know, you can find both... Kyle's page, my page, and you can find like, share, subscribe, whatever button they have around it. Click it to PSI Love Hoffman's page because that's where you're gonna get some good PSI Love Hoffman news. The Philip Seymour Hoffman podcast. It's it's gonna be awesome. But don't forget, more importantly, because you're here now tell your friends that's like the most important thing you can do tell your friends about high school slumber party i'm having fun you're having fun i'm sure they'll have fun i've had a couple people tell their friends and the you know they're like wow i enjoy this show now not everyone's going to probably like every movie i do but well that's not true <coughs> kissing booth anyway <laughs> But I I like the process of watching all these movies, but definitely want to listen because we have a good time, and you want to tell your friends to listen and to like and subscribe and share. And remember, we're available on any place you get your podcasts. iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. We are there, and we're there every Friday. But, of course, you don't just need to listen on Friday. It's a podcast. Listen anytime. That's the beauty of it. One more thing I wanted to add before letting you go, besides your homework assignments, of course, is um, since we recorded, Amanda Bynes, who's in this film, Hairspray, she came out with an article in that paper magazine, which I'm not a fan of because they like to break the internet with like Kim Kardashian's butt and stuff. But she looks great, and she sounds great. And if this is like the start of her comeback, because she's in a lot of other high school uh, films that we'll cover, I'm really excited for what's next in the Amanda Bynes chapter. So go, Amanda Bynes. Good for you. And, you know, I'm super happy. So your homework for next week, it's going to be a fun assignment. Your first assignment is to watch a film that I'm pretty sure you've never seen before. Not to sound like a hipster. Maybe you have, and if you have, <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's free on YouTube. So this is a mandatory 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 assignment.
1: The film is called Tammy and the T-Rex. Everything in Tammy's life is just great. But when you're young and in love, life can get very complicated, especially when it involves an insanely jealous creep. That's my lady, all right? <clears throat> Late-night phone calls. I want you to come over. Yes! Sneaking around in your own house. Did you lock the door?
2: Don't worry.
1: Your boyfriend getting dumped in a wild animal park. And a crazy doctor. Well, that's it. Who turns out to be a mad scientist. Uh, I mean, if you're going to make an omelet, you have to break a few eggs, right? With an insane invention that only needs a brain. But this Tyrannosaurus Rex just wants to be a party animal. Even when you tell the truth, nobody believes it anymore. It was a dinosaur. What? It's more than a machine with a brain. I mean, it's a machine with feelings. We're on the brink of something special. Ah! We are going to be immortalized. Is that really you in there? Oh, Michael, what have they done to you? Oh, you poor thing. You've gone crazy. Byron, I am not going crazy. This is just a little hard to explain. That's
2: my dinosaur! We found the dinosaur, Sheriff. It's in a truck uh, being driven by your back uh, by your son. Byron? Uh, yes, sir. we see a couple of folks back in the
1: hospital. They say he stole it. Stole what? The dinosaur. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That is my dinosaur that you are threatening. I made him and he is mine. What are we going to do? I will give you immortality. Not if Tammy has anything to say about it. Tammy and the T-Rex.
0: Wow. That's going to be a fun one. We have two great guests, two returning guests, Jenny O'Connell and Cara O'Regan. And, whew, Like I said, I don't know what else to say. It's going to be a fun one. Your other assignment, of course, is to get John Cusack not to block us. He's still blocking us on Twitter. Shout him out, please. Send him a message. If you know Joan Cusack, tell her to be like, Yo, brother, hey, you blocked High School Slumber Party by accident for no reason. Come on, unblock them. That's the goal of this podcast. I'm almost ready to say that I won't stop doing this podcast until John Cusack unblocks us, but... I don't want to commit that far yet. Maybe. We'll see. But, but that's a huge assignment. Whoever gets that win is going to just be like teacher's pet forever. Hmm. What else? Oh, just check out all the other great shows like Foodie Films, like P.S. I Love Hoffman, and like all the other like great shows on the Cage Club Podcast Network. That's cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. And of course, stay on cool. Oh, wait. That's that's a different show. <laughs> I leave you with one other great song from Hairspray, and maybe this one's going to get in your head. You Can't Stop the beat. Later, dudes. You can't stop in avalanches, it races down the hill. You can try to stop the seasons, girl, but you
1: know you